0: Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast. I'm DJ Crooked, I got my host DJ Never. Yo, what up? DJ D Miles. What's good? And then we got uh Jamie the Great. Yep. Yeah. And then we got a special guest or special guest um you know. literally I would say Jesus like one of the founding I don't know like fucking one of the pioneers Hi who like of- really pushed the DJ culture and hip hop and everything and dance music out here in Vegas. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, the since boyfriend. the beginning yeah since like yeah. Uh, if, it, if there's anyone we can ask about the history of Las Vegas nightlife and and, and even hip-hop culture and, and just DJ culture in general it's these guys uh, yeah And so uh, we'd like to welcome uh, war and peace yeah. and Pizo in the building yeah, yeah.
1: What, up, what up what up what's up, y'all? What's up fellas how you? What up? What up? i mean
0: we've been trying to plan this <laughs> since last year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad we could finally do this yeah, and yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah yeah long time coming i know man thanks for having us no no Um, we got you know, we did a lot of research on you guys you yeah. guys oh snap there's a lot, a lot. you guys yeah. have done a lot for the city yeah like, a lot for the city i don't even know i don't even realize the city knows how much you've done for the city i don't think i don't think this (laughs) is it we're here to tell you guys (laughs) yeah Yeah. so like i i want i mean shit i mean i want to go through i want to go through everything by stages we kind of built a timeline yeah Yeah. but i also kind of want to list down some of the shit that you guys have done all right uh you guys i guess i was talking to pisa earlier you guys kind of met and started like unlv radio right Yep. You guys had a radio show. Yeah, uh, I was
2: I was I was doing a word up show and yeah. Pizzo lived fa- fairly close and he would just come up. Actually, he was calling in all the time.
3: Yeah, like I was in seventh grade listening to Warren who was in college. Yeah, yeah. so he's got you know he's got some years on me. But wait <laughs> wait, wait 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 we got to rewind because we went to that um, you were judging like a talent show.
2: Oh okay, and yeah, and yeah.
3: and there was like all these local rappers. Yeah, and that's that's where I first met you. But I remember specifically. There was a girl in the talent show named Queen Bee, and she forgot her lyrics, and she, like, literally started reading them on a piece of paper and started crying through the performance. I felt, like, so bad. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so Pizzo came up, and
2: I was in a little closet, and he's like, yeah, Pizzo. And then he, did, I said, I'm here, like, every Wednesday, office hours, et cetera. And yeah. he would just start coming up with, like, hey, here's a new tribe. Okay, here's a De La Soul cut. Right. Here, and I'm like, dude, where are you getting all this stuff? He's like use use new gr- groups whatever yeah, yeah like he would get this stuff like try about what three months four months before uh, yeah so
3: like there was like a tape trading community on rec music hip-hop and so like i was like trading with kids on the internet who what were is like it? what is this? Rec- it it was like news groups like early internet nerdy shit yeah. you news know groups, like yeah. 1995 and so wow. like some kid had like stakes as high album like advanced promo cassette so he was, like, dubbing it and trading with people. And then that started, like, a community. Uh-huh. And so then I got, like, Beats Rhymes and Life Tribe, you know. And then, like, the Diggers demo tape. Right. And the Wu-Tang demo tape. And then I, I got into this trading community. And then I started bringing stuff up to KUNB show. Yeah. And Warren was
1: like. So you didn't have any of this music that Pisa was bringing to the you? The reps
2: didn't have the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would get it. He would bring it to me. And at Jive at the time was Eric Skinner. I'm like, dude, I have that album. He said, no, you don't. I said, let me play you. Your second cut right now and he was like how'd you get the album? I said, you know well. <laughs> <laughs> you know
3: you know you know i i know a nerdy little white kid he's 18. it's
4: <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah so yeah. then
0: you
3: you guys you just like kind of were in
0: addition to the show
3: yeah so basically like you know when i was 18 years old uh you know i, I really looked up to warren and, and and what he was doing on on ku and V when i was like seventh eighth ninth grade so when I was 18, I got some Geminis and a, uh, you know, like a Gemini mixer, belt driven mm-hmm. turntables. Yeah, yeah. And then I started, like, you know, going basically through his trash. Like, I go to the KUNV station, I'd be like, give me some records. And he'd be throwing me, like, oh, okay, well, you want this high C promo? I'm not going to play this shit, you know? And so he started throwing me vinyl, and, like, that's how I started to build a record collection. Uh, so eventually I was, like, you know, bedroom DJ, like, learning how to do this and how to mix and how to blend and all yeah. that. And then once I, brought some value to the show meaning like advanced music um you know i just became a part of it so
0: yeah. what was the um i always wonder this because me and never from new york yeah you know uh d and jamie are from uh la mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i always want to know what was the scene like in vegas what was the hip-hop scene like because for some reason I would say, you know, I'm I'm assuming that you guys this was like in the early '90s, right? Mm-hmm. When you guys mm-hmm. were doing the the radio show in UNLV, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I f- just feel like there hasn't been a hip hop scene that ever emerged from in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and there still isn't really one predominantly now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no real artist that came out of here. I mean, there's Neo that came out of here, right. and there's some, some yeah. maybe some like local rappers like right. Dizzy, like yeah, Dizzy, Dizzy right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jr. Castro, yeah. Then, yeah, and then mm-hmm. um. Even just like a Jazz Laser is another one, mm-hmm. but yeah. there doesn't. There doesn't seem to be like a community or like right. a, like a legacy that was kind of built and just like like an, like something that grew and like you know what I mean. Well, well, fr- okay. So before,
2: so you're starting with me, but before me, there was two guys named Frankie and Rob, DJ Frankie, DJ, DJ Rob. Uh, Frankie would actually. There was a little club across the street from Circus Circus. I think it was called Uptown. And I think he has pictures of like John Travolta and like, he was DJing, from, and he's from New York. yeah. And so um, him and Rob um, and Twin and Rory Mack, they all started a, um, they kind of started the hip hop scene, It kind of came out of the breaking scene then. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a scene, but going to the, your bigger question about uh, like a hip hop community, yeah. Vegas doesn't support their own. They never have.
0: I I, but I want to ask you why that is. I have be, my own theory.
2: Because of the competition with everything in town. every Everyone's a performer. Everyone's trying to do something. Everyone's trying to get that quick. It's just the culture of the city. Everyone's mm-hmm. trying to get that quick money, money grab. Everyone's trying to be better than you. Everyone's right, trying. Right. So there has never mm-hmm. been, I mean... I remember there was this artist named King J. He was on Profile, a local celebrity dude in town. Like He was on the radio stations, and he came out with this song. And I I tell R.O.B. this story all the time. He came out with this track called Lick Me, and Rob had produced it. It was banging. I'm like, this is a commercial. It was like a young MC type of vibe. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Profile was just disbanding. So his record got no attention. But this record was the ish. And it just, radio didn't grab onto it. And that's another thing. Like, I have stories being on radio where we say, yeah, Neil's from Vegas. And I've had the program director, no, the music director be like, I don't think he's from Vegas, and I don't really think he's from, you know. No, 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 he's from Vegas. It's just, just mm-hmm. there is no culture. Like, mm-hmm. they just don't support Yeah, everybody's own. an expert. Yeah, man. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always wonder, like you just said, like, the city doesn't, like, support itself. They don't, they don't look out. They don't. And I've noticed that in the city... Like if like in New York, if something was kind of dope, everyone would kind of stand behind it and mm-hmm. support it. Yeah, and then like it would just grow. Like it would, you, like there'd be like one dude, like a crew of three, mm-hmm. and then people like the neighborhood would support them. Then, then now you got like you know no. fifty plus motherfuckers on the block. That's dope. I wish we had that. No, no, no but like, <laughs> but I feel like in Vegas, no. there's like a dude. If someone sees like oh like those guys are doing something dope, right? Um, yo, we could do that shit. We could do it maybe better. Exactly.
2: F them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. F them. We're gonna do it. No, yeah. and and I'll give you another
0: broader example, and
2: it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to this other team I'm gonna mention, but UNLV Rebels when they're on top, yeah, everyone in the city Rebels, Rebels, blah 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 blah. What two three years of losing? It's gonna happen the same thing with the Knights. All this Vegas strong shit's gonna be out the window as soon as Vegas they start losing. Shit. Watch, watch, yeah, That's crazy. watch, wild, watch. We'll be gone because we don't. We do not support losers. Period. And if you are a winner, you have to prove yourself before I support you. Yeah. Look at the killers. The killers didn't blow up in Vegas. They blew up in yeah. the UK. Once that, they
3: went overseas, they came back. Then and they like had to right, be right, something. Right, just, right. I mean, they they had their following here, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like it wasn't yeah, a, yeah. it wasn't it was, like you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah.
5: But no one even knows that they're from Las Vegas. Mostly.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I don't blame them at this point. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, like people are like, oh, they're from
0: Vegas. No way. Yeah. I I also feel like <laughs> LA, <laughs> I feel like Cali is is like. Like cousins with Vegas, right? And I feel like Cali is always like the cooler cousin, right? And Vegas is always trying to kind of either be down totally with Cali, oh, totally, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see that. Like, one of the things I respect is like the bay Uh because the bay, oh, yeah, the bay sound, yeah, Uh they really don't give a fuck if anybody plays their music. They're gonna continue to make bay area music for the bay, right? Yes, they don't give give a fuck. Every time I DJ in San Francisco. My the opener there or the local DJ is playing like four Bay Area songs that yeah. I don't even know what the fuck it is, yep. right? And then the room the is kind of going yeah, crazy. They're going yep. crazy, and yep. I feel, I'm I'm like damn, I gotta I gotta put on yep. sickle mode now. Like yeah, did, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's <laughs> playing this like he's playing all these dope records, <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even maybe in Atlanta and sometimes
3: Miami, it's the same feel a little bit. Well, he look you know? look he knows that room better than you know that room, oh, and, and and like that's yeah. and that's that goes for any resident DJ at any place it's like you know you know that room you know what i mean like you know what that crowd's gonna respond to because you've played it hundreds of times but i know? mean
0: i just feel like vegas has always tried to be like they either want to be like cali or they want to impress cali 100 you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and and yeah, i think that's also the it's, problem it's too.
3: also like you know you're kind of they're, they're like looking for validation from los angeles you yeah. know what i mean like it wants <laughs> to be like oh well la thinks this is cool so this must be cool <laughs> yeah yeah you know and i I could care less
0: That's crazy yeah. But um So you guys started With the UNLV The radio yeah, show yeah. And mm-hmm. then you guys Moved on Or Warren did You you moved on To KLUC right I
2: moved on to KLUC um, I was still doing both For um uh, Four or five years I was yeah. doing You were doing both stations I did KUNV and KLUC I had no. my my Music director Over at KLUC uh, PD to, uh, t- turn later um, Different one Than I mentioned before um, He um he just was really cool to me. He really basically took, you know what Pizzo was doing about going getting records? He would do that for me. Yeah. I showed up to the radio station and I would show up at midnight and I knew the Midnight Jucks. Yeah, come on, yeah, Cat left you some records. And it was literally, like they weren't playing a lot of hip hop. So it was literally like every hip hop record and dance, like I, it was like, like, four crates. I'd come out with four crates of records. Automatic.
0: That they weren't playing. No, they're like, here,
2: Warren, get, leave these for Warren. Like, they <laughs> he, they just, I don't know. I Honestly, I should ask Cat. His name is Cat Thomas. I should ask him. All right, so
0: him. what were these records? Oh, back
2: African <clears throat> Give It All You Got. Um, I don't even know that. <laughs> that was <laughs> a big was all, Miami record. All white labels or? No, like, no, no. These were like, this, this was there. like a real radio station. And, you know, they had. Like label pressed. Yeah, you know, like, I mean? uh, I think I got, let's see, afro Uh, Aini Kamosi, Hot Stepper, God, what was before? uh, uh, Like Karina, like a lot of the old, a lot of the 90s dance stuff was coming emerging then. So a lot of that, because they didn't play. What were they
0: playing on the radio then?
2: Uh, Just, uh, you know, SWV. um, So this is like early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So he just, you know, he would just leave me stacks of records. Were and you
0: guys like listening to like what was the scene in Vegas? Were they listening more to like West Coast shit, or th- was there still East Coast shit
3: involved? I would like? say like what year? Well, okay, so so it was kind of weird because like in the in the mid '90s, like you'd start to hear like Das Effects on like on '97 Power '97 Power '97 '97 yeah, 97, yeah. yeah. Yep. and you'd hear like Black Sheep and you yeah. know, but that was like as far as it went, and yeah. then and then maybe you'd hear some some West Coast records, but those were like the crossover records. What Warren is doing on Word Up was, like, really playing, like, East Coast, like, primarily East Coast stuff. Yeah. Like, not a lot of West Coast. He was, you know, he was still playing, like, yours, you know, Volume 10, Far Side, Souls of Mischief. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube, Above the Law. But it wasn't, like, you know, South Central Cartel, like you weren't hearing on the Word yeah. Up show. You it know was I mean? honestly, uh, and I tell people this, like, it was the stretch and bob
2: beetle of... Yeah, a, I mean, it. it sounds like it. With, yeah. that, with, with, And, I mean, we uh, the show was... I think uh, won three awards for college radio show of the year. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, it was a I you know Stretch and Barbito. I when Stretch when well I'll tell that story later. But anyway, like it was just a really it was the show was I, people don't know it, but that show Pezo probably knows it. Yeah. But that show was very 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 cutting edge for this area like it was and i stayed it was like the only thing and i stayed very east coast because that's what i liked yeah right and west coast is cool but i really like the east coast vibe so that's why i played
3: but i mean to answer your earlier question it was like the only outlet in las vegas for like real hip-hop basically so my, my
0: thing is why why don't i mean i know a lot of djs i talk to they 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 really like champion you guys yeah but i just wonder how come the city doesn't champion you guys it's, it's the culture story. politics yeah it's, 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 it's you know
3: i mean like culture. look yeah we yeah it's they don't champion anybody that's right. my point and right. also they don't know like with, you know like like if you knew then you might but and, they I,
2: don't and i'm not i'm not shitting on the i'm not shitting on the city i'm saying is the bay area yeah everything you're from the bay we love you vegas you're from vegas uh, show me something yeah, yeah you know whatever like, yeah it's like you're not
3: validated by you know so, la or do you the, think it something has something
5: like, to do with the people that are in position of power
2: are not from here i i think it's beyond that
3: i
5: think mm. i think it's the no. culture
2: i think unlv's running rebels was a perfect example yeah i mean without i'm not trying to say you know i'm the best dj they should champion me but i mean we had a award-winning basketball team i'm not awarding a championship yeah. basketball team and the people that took down the cha- the basketball team was the administration of unlv yeah like I don't, have you guys seen the UNLV documentary I've on HBO? Seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. yeah, yeah. UNLV took down Tarkanian. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. not not like NCAA didn't do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it. that. Yeah, yeah.
2: That. UNLV took down Tarkanian. Yeah. Like so, it's it's just the culture of Vegas. Like Vegas wants a winner, period.
0: But, period. But then, like all things come to an end, and when it's not right. winning anymore, then it's like they, they
2: don't care. Have you heard anything? Do you know what the Rebels' schedule is? Do you know anything? <laughs> no. No, of course not. Yeah. But who are the Knights playing next week? Two years ago. Um,
1: you know, and <laughs> Navi couldn't play basketball, right? Well, uh, It was suspended? I. Th-
2: okay, you got to look season. at the documentary. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that basically what happened was NCAA was in the wrong. Completely. You know, like yeah. they, they were completely. I don't know what happened anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, I can tell you this. I was in, because I was part of student council back then. I was in a big meeting with a bunch of professors and everyone, and everyone was like, yo, I don't like going to the conference in New York and all they know is our basketball team. And I remember standing up going, at least they know something. Yeah. Like, you know, what else? Like, we have a star, basketball. I go, look at the admission, because <laughs> when when UNLV won, the amount of people that came from LA that came into UNLV was insane. Oh, I was yeah. like, Do you guys see the admission? Like, what are you I talking mean, you had about?
3: Tupac yeah, Shug, wearing the should Night went to yeah. UNLV, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You <laughs> had
3: yeah, Tupac yeah, wearing the, yeah. the jacket and the yeah. Brenda's Got a Baby video. He was,
0: yo, he used to rep UNLV hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac. dude.
3: Yeah. dude
2: yeah. Even, yeah. even New York, like all my reps in New York, Bobito, yeah. all of them, y'all, yeah, can okay, play one of this record? This, yo. Are the rebels gonna win this week? They're playing blah 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 blah. How do they look? I'm yeah, like, nah, we l- we love you in LB, yeah, Exactly. Man. Dude, yeah. New York, dude, all my reps, all they want to do is talk about them. Everybody was rocking that red hat. Yeah. I <laughs> mean <laughs> it was, even Drake said in a song.
1: Can't recently.
3: wear a red hat anymore. <laughs> <Is that right>? <laughs> <laughs> red hats are ruined for the next <laughs> <hour long. laughs> That's crazy yo. Um
0: uh, back to uh what do you call it? The high school uh basically the word up show or everything yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you guys were doing that, were you guys like, what was the listening, like followers, like the demographic?
3: Yeah, I don't know, but the phone was ringing off the hook all the time with oh, like, yeah. locals, with locals. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like it was. It, there, there was, was also, no streaming, but yeah, we also have there to. We no, also yeah. have to. We also have to talk about Five Eight, who basically was doing the show with you. Yep. He left. I joined. So I just don't want to leave that part of history yeah, out. Yeah. Yep. Um, when I decided to leave the Word Up show, I gave it back to Five Eight. And then in the last couple of years, we went and did it a couple of times. Like, you know,
2: for Mr f- Mr. Bob, I had Mr. Bob. Yeah, do Mr. Show. Bob was on the show yeah, Hot 97 like a yeah, year, yeah,
3: two, or whatever. more more than that. I think two, three years. Two, yeah, yeah. yeah. So know, and then he went to KU You know, yeah.
0: So ultimately, like, was there a buzz about you guys in the city? Totally so totally you think it, so? i i don't really. i
3: mean i feel like there was in the scene oh yeah, definitely I mean? like, like like because we, we, we were yeah, the scene exactly, <laughs> exactly. that's yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. it wasn't like a buzz like we had a buzz as djs like people weren't like oh like book those guys because there wasn't this was pre las vegas nightlife on the strip yeah yeah this is when the clubs were all in like the outskirts of town there wasn't really that many clubs on the strip so it wasn't like there was a demand for you know us as djs and but you guys but, were like
0: once a week yeah, yeah. Every Friday. Yeah. So does anyone ever come up to you be like, "Yo, I've got like cassette oh, yeah. tapes of totally. so your recording." Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. Like that's I, crazy. Yeah, I hear it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys really were the stretch and Bobito, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh,
3: yeah, hundred percent. And actually, we, nice. we broke Eminem on that show because I'm sure you have got it in your notes, but yeah. we ran Eminem.com for a while. Yeah. Um. That's and then that's part of the hip hop site story. But anyway, during that period, we were getting like advanced tracks. And we were, like, breaking them on Word Up, like, My Name Is, and Forgot About Dre, and things like that, like, super early. And, like, that just, that just set the show on fire. But, but
2: it, it, not, not only, I mean, it was everybody. Every, like, every, yeah. every yeah. artist. Yeah. Were,
0: were labels starting to notice what you guys were doing?
2: Uh, I mean, we won, we won the award. You, you were, yeah, you yeah,
4: were,
0: we yeah, won the award. The yeah. labels knew what we were doing, they were like pushing records with on yeah. you guys and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, but
3: it was never like a payola, uh, like hey, I need the spins, or I mean, maybe a little bit, but not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There, there might have been some favors thrown in here yeah. and there, yeah, but yeah. but not too. Uh.
0: With all the uh, with all the following that you guys <clears throat> were building in Vegas with the radio show, mm-hmm. right? Did you guys have a local party? Like a small thing.
3: The, the, the closest thing to well, I like. I, I remember coming out these here. And DJ parties. Yeah, I mean, the, the I, I
0: remember you guys had like a. Someone told me there was a reggae party that you guys had or oh. some shit.
3: Oh, so there's Fremont Street Reggae and Blues. That was before I was a part of the show, but that was that was like on okay. Fremont Street. There that, was a club called Fremont Street. That reggae was something and Blues. awesome. Yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. was really good. That was yeah. so
2: it was um you know we're yeah. but what? this is
0: before the radio. Or no, this, this is a, during the during radio. The radio. Yeah, this is
2: during the radio right. and um. This promoter, so promoters, were, we never really threw the parties. Promoters would just come to us right, and say right. we want you DJ. But this promoter came and said, on the Sunday I have a reggae one one half. It was a long ass room. One half was reggae, one half was blues. And blues, they said, blues. What do you mean st- like a live band? Like blue, like like a blues oh. band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it was like a DJ playing. Fre- blues. It was Fremont <laughs> reggae. No, no, Fremont reggae and blues. So yeah. the reggae side of it on Sunday, they said we want to turn into hip hop. So they brought in this promoter. They brought in me. I think I I had Bob come up there. He was that was what, what I was warming him up as an MC.
4: Yeah.
2: And uh, I remember the record that that does. It's funny how you remember everything by records. The record at yeah. that time was um, "Real Love" Mary J Blige. Wow. And I remember that was the banger. And I remember thinking I can't play. I was I'm hard, I'm hip hop. I can't play this. And I remember even talking to Stretch or talking to Bobito or finding out somehow that that Stretch played Real Love. And that made it okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, you got the stamp. <laughs> yes, yeah. 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 the yeah. All the puffy, like, uh, like R&B yeah. bangers. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when I realized, oh, yeah, you need to get girls in the club. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then it clicked. Yeah, that was... That was um 92. 92, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah. you were questioning the Real Love record, the remix and the original, or what were you playing?
2: I, um, I was. That was the original. The remix had come out a little yeah, bit later. Yeah. But... But I, I, I like these records and they were funky and I was like, this will work good for the clubs, but it wasn't real like hip hop. It mm-hmm. wasn't.
1: It wasn't hardcore. Yeah. It wasn't it, like. It wasn't, it wasn't an ice cube. Or
2: yeah, well, not even ice cube. It wasn't even like a Jungle Brothers or a De or a tribe. It just right, right. wasn't. And I was like, do I play this? Like, I'm not supposed to be playing this. Like, that was. This is pop. This is whatever. Right, this is right, right, right. That. But
3: this is before like, hip hop went commercial. Too. Yeah, this so is so it way. It was like. It this was like way. You know, back when there were rules about what you could do or couldn't do for yeah. the it's, sake of authenticity. It's funny,
0: know? like in New York. It was just it was all just meshed together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like that's like a problem. There was a it, right? problem yeah, yeah, with yeah. the R and B and the hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You would get
2: both in the club. Well, see, there, yeah. there there was no. This was the club. Like there there was no quote unquote club. This was a real club. Yeah. That had tourists. That had like real people, and you know, uh, before that or during the same time, um, you guys remember Utopia? Were you yeah. around for Utopia? Yeah, I do remember. Utopia. Okay, yeah. Was that, the, is
0: that the old Empire ballroom? Yes.
2: yes. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a hip hop room. And that was the first time. And I was playing like old, I can't remember, what the, but I was playing, you know, you got soul. I was playing hip hop. Yeah, yeah. And I think I was doing both at the same time. And that's when I, I realized that, oh, this, this shit can take off. Like, this is, like, people like, are, are like, like this. Like, it's funny because, like, a lot of people from the East Coast playing in that room, mm-hmm. they'll just be, oh, I love this, like, just playing hip hop.
3: Yeah. But, yeah. Some legendary parties there. Utopia oh, was
5: the place that was uh, right behind, I believe, MGM. Is that the it's,
3: one? It's what Empire fat Ballroom? Fat burger. The fat burger. Fat Burger yeah. strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat Burger. Yeah, yeah. Fatburger. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. It's close to, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It, so I, I only know it from, em- I came to Vegas in 2005. Yeah. And, like an yeah. and by that time, Empire Ballroom was just like an after hours. It was like the first like, nightclub night on the strip. Dude, it was the first nightclub on the strip. Really? Yeah. It was Polly.
2: Polly worked there. Yeah. Polly was like the, Polly and I can't remember the guys. Gino. Gino Limpinto. Yeah.
3: He was there too.
4: Yeah, because wow. by that time and it Dwayne, was an after Dwayne, hours. Dwayne King, King. yeah,
3: it was there before me. I did I some in a long time. I yeah. did some <laughs> of my first gigs there too. Like, yeah. <laughs> upstairs like, yeah. <laughs> like upstairs, I was playing like Black Moon and yeah. wow. who got the props? So then, <laughs> like, what was clubs? What was it Club Shug's Club. Ooh,
2: yeah. yeah. That was only open during fights. Shug wanted to have it open, like
0: on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something. But like when when did he open that shit? Like, how did that shit even happen?
6: <laughs> oh, he went to UN
0: so Asian it
3: was basically like he was—he would only open it for like charity events, yeah. quote yeah. unquote. That's only you know, so it, 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 that's only way you get a license, right? Right. So where it was, was
5: it? Where was it? It was—it's where hamburger Mary's, it's, Mary's, hamburger is Mary's is on is still standing right now. It's on Flamingo. Yeah. Um, if you go east yeah. past Maryland. Um, you'll see it it's on the left hand side. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's,
3: it's now a Hamburger Mary's, but basically, <laughs> but it's yeah. been like five different clubs. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's exactly. never been yeah. able to succeed, yeah. like in any like six six two is the biggest thing that. Yeah, but it was only open. But like it three was three only times. open, three or four times. Yeah. yeah, like like for major fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know,
6: Shecky yeah. was telling uh, talking to Jamie about. Uh, by uh, a legendary night, yeah. Like, uh, born when you played a uh, a biggie oh, record. Oh, ta- yeah. <laughs> you yeah. said you almost got fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, By Shook no, Knight No, no. no Tupac's honestly, people. honestly,
2: Tupac was nice. Everyone was nice. <laughs> Everyone was nice. Every. I'm trying. I always tell this story. in the let part, us hear. It. The part. I'm a
6: big Park fan, so this is Sha- amazing. Sha- okay, says. Uh, I'll tell you the fast version because no, no, no. <laughs> we have time. Take your time. It's like a free throw. Okay, so I thought you it's said Shecky, like Shaky had told me that I thought Shug almost fucked him up. No,
3: no, no, no. No, 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 You got. <laughs> Tupac was two, no, to, yeah. Tupac L- got mad. <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> there you go. Tupac, you hyping shit.
2: Okay, okay. So let me let me tell you. Paint the picture. First hand. Okay. Yeah, I- so you got to realize there's no clubs in Vegas. Like there's nothing. Like you want to party off, you got to go off the strip. You got to go to the Mets. Yeah, because
0: Maryland Parkway is far. Yeah. 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 Far away.
2: There was nothing.
3: So what? What year is this? You recall? It's 1996.
2: Okay. Is it? The record was "Sprinkle Me." Okay E-40 E-40 yeah. Or Total Can't You See That was the record Okay Just Oh maybe it was Total Total, total yeah. Can't You See Find out whenever that is And that's when it was That's a, 95 a, About a month yeah, About a, a month before yeah, y'all, y'all were playing no, we, Y'all were playing we E-40 Sprinkle Me In we, Vegas Well I'll, let me get a story
6: <laughs> Go go go, go,
4: go, 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 go.
2: <laughs> Okay so You gotta imagine like, So Suge's Club Like uh, Deion Sanders You were DJing Yeah yeah it's I was DJing <laughs> It was Deion So y- did you know Suge From UNLV No I knew Shug Because I did their street team I did,
6: uh, I did the Death Street, street yeah, This is yeah. 95 This is, Can't
0: this is, see March, this is 16th. getting Wait wait This is getting Like this dark is, This
3: is getting yeah. Like kind of deep right now <laughs> wait, 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 yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. It's March It's March 16th 1996 There you go
6: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, 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 What was the fight Was it a fight weekend or? Yeah yeah
3: What was the fight It weekend? was Tyson uh, no, right It was Tyson Versus Frank Bruno right? I have
6: to give
2: props To Pizzo because Pizzo, when he started working at Medium, he said, dude, you got to tell me the Tupac story. Yeah, so we did a whole. And, and I was like, dude, I don't." no one wants to hear that fucking story. He's like, no, 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 like, no, no Everyone to, wants to yeah, hear that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, everyone wants to hear that story. <laughs> it's so funny because, yeah, so I've told this story like 80 times at least. Anyway, so, um, you know, typical black uh, adult high-end club. Um, a lot of beautiful looking women, a lot of guys to the T, a lot of athletes, a lot of- Dion was in there? Seeing, yeah, Dion Sanders was there. This is when he was hoeing out, not, yeah, you know, not yeah, Reverend yeah. Dean, like, this was, he was like- <laughs> This is the, the, must
1: be the money. Must dude. be, the, <laughs> be
2: money. the money. yeah. time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I yeah. just cut in, like, an album with MC yeah. Hammer, yeah. And oh. Dion Sanders. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, a great dance floor, upscale, uh, urban audience. Um, I mean, the shit, it was dope. Um- And the record at the time was Total Can't You See. So I'm just warming it up, warming it up, warming it up. And I'm like, in my head, I'm not going to hit him with Total. I'm going to hit him hard because of the beginning. That's like the call. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I can't wait. So I'm just setting up, setting up, setting up, setting up, setting up. And I just came in with a hard scratch. And wow, like the dance floor, girls, like just left the bar. Just, you know, no cell phones, no boom the dance floor is full and like the most beautiful women women like it's just awesome Like i'm like this is perfect so i'm rocking it back and forth back and forth like that song yeah. deserves to be mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i didn't know who it was but little, little bald head dude comes walking in front of me and comes around and, and bob's on the mic and he says like where you are he's like excuse me and bob's like okay and comes by and he says excuse me and pull, like just kind of like does this to me like excuse me and i'm like Okay, you must be so Like, I, I'm not looking at his face. Like, I'm like, I have the floor going. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're about to go. So I don't care, you know. But he looked fairly important. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, shit, that's Tupac, you know. <laughs> 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 now, and, and keep in mind, I was never a big Tupac fan. Never. Ouch. Never. So I'm sorry. I was never a big Tupac <laughs> fan. Um, so he, And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I knew he was down death row. And I was yeah, so, yeah. like, oh, cool. So he came in, and he took the record off. Wrong record. You know, rock 2, yeah, he yeah. took the wrong one. And he's like, takes the other one off. And everyone, the whole crowd, boo! Boo! <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck, boo? Like, I mean, came down. Everybody. Okay?
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Tupac says, West Coast motherfuckers, what? This West Coast shit, this West Coast motherfucker. And all of a sudden, the crowd goes, yeah, pop, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah,
2: West Coast, fuck all these motherfuckers, East Coast, West. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there going, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. Like, did you see this? Yeah. Now, I mean. <laughs> people,
6: welcome, now people. Welcome, welcome, were you scared at Vegas? this point where you're like, oh I shit. I was never, honestly. I'm going stomped out. I was never scared. But was you mad? Was you okay, no, listen, he was listen. You tight because you was rocking.
2: Listen, I. I, and maybe he's my naive, or I, I will still claim to this day, there was no East Coast, West Coast shit. Like, there
3: wasn't. Yeah, there was, you just, it wasn't, there was no internet. And so it wasn't spread right yeah, like everybody masses. it's not like you know now when things happen you know it's it's like you, write, you, you know tomorrow you, know, yeah, you know what i mean it's like yeah. this was yeah. this, this was like just kind of bubbling well it, it, and happened, it wasn't it
0: happened with the vibe magazines right right yeah that's yeah i mean a lot of happened, all yeah. of it you know yeah. but, I mean? but like, still yeah.
2: it wasn't i mean it wasn't so profound that you didn't play a fucking that's true because growing up in l.a yeah
5: can't you see was a big record like no one cares yeah yeah it wasn't
2: so we hadn't reached the point that a record a banger you didn't play a banger like this you didn't you just never Reached that point so to me I was like you got to be fucking kidding me yeah so I turn around Cause I'm like, well, I can't play any East Coast shit. I'm like, can't play any fucking big. Like, it hit me. I was like, cause I'm, I'm a Notorious Big fan. Yeah, yeah. It hit me like fuck. Okay, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. I can't play any Notorious Big. Like How what for this the fuck? Extent. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I I turn around and you know all my my crates and BPM. First record I see is E40 Sprinkle Me, 83 BPM. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Let me just put this on. So I play Sprinkle Me, or uh, yeah, Sprinkle Me wasn't even Captain Cabello and um. Um, I remember I proceed. Me. I I proceed to go through the records, my crate, and go not this one, not this one, not this one. Nas, nope. Lauryn Hill, nope. All maybes were like nope, nope. And I remember getting out the Dog Pound album and going, okay, this one, this one, this one. Like I just had to like <laughs> rethink my whole shit above the rim soundtrack yeah, well, yeah 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 it was just like it was From just top like, to bottom yeah, it, was just right, like, right, right. Like, it was just like it was like oh you fucking kidding me but yeah then he dude he was cool he was cool and then i think larry lara came back and he was a promoter in town and he gave me back the records i still have one of the records
6: mm.
3: the, the broken ones
2: i think i have the broken oh, one. Nice. Yeah. oh yeah. he
3: broke it he broke yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah he, he threw it in the crowd he, like a frisbee he threw in the crowd on.
2: yeah oh. he threw him back in the crowd yeah
3: and Larry awesome. comes back. Well, here's your record. Yeah, I, <laughs> two pieces. And I'm just and I was just like, Yo, did you
2: want to fight him? Because I would have been pissed if
3: no. that would have happened
2: to me. No, it was. It, first of all, I mean, after I realized what the fuck was going on, there's no way I was gonna fight this dude. Like, there's, just no. And you know, I can't remember the last time I've been in a fucking fight, so I knew it was lose. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> the whole show, you know, it, and then, and then, you know, I was just I'm like, well, window, brother, I'm a, a DJ. I'm like, well, fuck, I'll, I gotta get this shit going somehow. So all my head is just spinning, going, okay, what are all these fucking West Coast records I gotta play? Like, because I was never West Coast heavy. So I had to, like, this
0: one, this one, this one, this Did one. Did you have any problem? Yeah. Like,
4: I, I don't, don't think Pac but that
0: was the thing I remember that wasn't out this was before All Eyes
4: on Me yeah, yeah. this was like yeah, this
5: was like, also, me against, this was like me against the world time for Pac right
3: yeah, like, and also, yeah but, got but that but, wasn't but a hit he didn't, did. didn't have any club records on that yeah that, that wasn't that. I didn't have that record but yeah. the other piece is that back then <laughs> you know because it was what you were bringing your vinyl to the club like if you were playing a Tupac show you left all your Tupac at home you know because you're like well I'm not playing this you know what I mean like which brings us to that time that I saved the Wu-Tang performance Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Warren's DJing I totally forgot. Yeah, so no, Warren's yeah. DJing during Magic for a uh You guys remember Magic? Some, uh, yeah. Like L R G party oh, or something, right? Oh yeah, the, the show. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Wu Tang's performing and Warren doesn't bring any too, any uh Wu Tang records. And what? Yeah, so then then Riza come or you know, Wu Tang's people come down and are like, All right, what Wu Tang records do you have? Like, the whole Wu-Tang Clan is here. Warren's like, I didn't bring any Wu-Tang.
2: I don't, I'm not gonna, I can move all that shit out. Why yeah. am I gonna play a Wu-Tang right, song like, like, if you guys perform?
3: because oh, they gonna perform, yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, so, like, he's like, Pizzo, goes. And shits are
2: heavy, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know do <what laughs> <saying? laughs> So, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, he's like, Pizzo, go get your Wu-Tang records. So, I'm like, all right. So, I like, I like speed home, get all my Wu-Tang records. And Pizza was a Wu Tang like, I had like Wu Wear jeans, like yeah. the whole shit. You know, you brought like, like Kill Army. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have like Kill <laughs> no, Army. Dude, dude, no, all like, that, dude. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, don't yeah, start. Sons of don't Man, don't <laughs> think. Sons yeah. of, yeah. You
6: know what? When they said, when they said the whole Wu Tang was in town, that means Pizza oh, was in no, no, the crew. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah,
3: yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. This the disciple. Everybody. Shaheen. So
4: yeah.
5: Shaheen was a real one. He was a real one. Yeah. So so but
3: but think about this: like a 19 year old, 18 year old Wu Tang fan. I, like, then went to VIP and, like, met with RZA and had him go dig through my records, like, oh, yeah, we'll do this one, this one. Even RZA's looking at me like...
6: I didn't even put How this you tell? Yeah, he's like, how do you have this? It's like, yeah. a, you know, that
3: so was, was a pretty good moment.
5: So, like, oh yeah, sorry. That's got to be gratifying though. It was a for good reason to be going through yeah. your shit. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How do you? Have yeah, he
3: had this? the pointy rings on and everything. I was like, I was geeked. Wait, so they you what know? were they rhyming over the TV track or something? Or <sighs> instrumentals or you know? But but it turns out mathematics was there and he had his records. I don't know if he was late or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it was weird, but. By the end of the night, like just yeah. no communication, probably. Yeah, it was yeah. just a weird thing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah any, anyway, uh, I have cra- that show on, on dat. You recorded it. Oh, you have it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, I'm getting to all my dats now. Nice. Oh, yeah, so yeah. It's dats.
5: What's going on. I don't yeah. even. Yeah, How did how how did your like taste for music develop? Like you were really in the East Coast rap. Being from here, like how did that? Yeah, happen? but we
3: we left out like y- you should interject before we go down that route because there's the whole era where you were playing house in the late. 80s, early 90s.
2: When I I, when I first did work, okay. So to entertain to everything is um, so around the part where you're uh, in there with okay. Remember L.A. where they had the big warehouse parties. Remember like uh, the raver wear jeans and and um, the one looks like the Tide logo and all that shit. Yeah. Well, we were doing that here in Vegas. So, um I would get imports. I would I was playing a lot of house. Ha- I like I've always loved house. So I would right. play a lot of house music. And um towards the end of the night I was like, fuck it, I'm playing some hip hop. Like, you know, I got a crowd, they're half drunk or something or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, everyone loved hip hop. So I was like, fuck it, I don't play some hip hop at the end of the night or whatever. But um so um I was do I've always I've always been in the house. I've always I, I grew up on um rock. You know how most in New York, most DJs or whatever, all my parents had this record collection of all old, like, 70s records and all yeah, that stuff. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't have that. They had some, but not a lot. So all my music was from the radio. And mm-hmm. I grew up in a small town. And during the day, all they played was classic rock. And during the night, all they played was pop hits. So between that and my cousin from New York sending me tapes and telling me, get this band, get this band, get this band. I would have a list and go to a record store. I need all this. And so... My taste was everywhere. Like, my taste was all over the... I knew 80s stuff. I knew alt rock real stuff really mm-hmm. good. I'd recognize the, alt- not, the, the breaks, like, in a lot of hip-hop records. I'd recognize, oh, that's, that's uh, Led Zeppelin, blah, blah, blah. I'd recognize all that stuff. So um, my taste has always been all over the place. Yeah.
0: Damn. So, w- like, with the with House. So when you were DJing the House, where did that fit in with the... Was that during college radio?
2: I, when I first started college radio, this Twin Hype, remember Twin Hype? No. Yeah, I remember that. Do it to the crowd, I think. Yep. yep. Full five records. Yep. Yeah. Twin, twin hype, Jungle Brothers, A Girl I'll House yeah. You. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, so all that late night WBLS like, stuff. Todd Terry. Yes. Or, yeah,
3: yeah. All the Todd Terry. Stuff. Jefferson. Yes. Everybody, everybody, yeah Everybody had like a hip house record on their album. Oh, yeah. like the Everybody. It, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody had that one so hip house joint. Before so.
2: hip house started, I was playing house and then hip house was, oh, cool. Now they're rapping to it. So let right. I me mean, just mm-hmm. throw it in. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was always into that. Yeah. And then. What happened is hip-hop blew up so much that I had I was playing five house records. Because I only had an hour, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I was playing five house records. Okay, I can't do five. Okay, I can't do four. Okay, I can't do three. Okay, I, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not playing any more house. I'm
0: only playing hip-hop. That's how it just evolved into that? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much? That's
2: crazy. But also,
3: yeah. the, the show after the Word Up show on KUNV was Dimensional Dance, or dance But not... Was, was it? Did?
2: I don't think it. No, no. Back when I first started, it wasn't. When I fr- yeah, first started, yeah. it was uh, difficult listening, and the guy would just play a bunch oh, yeah, of weird shit. Yeah.
3: But but later, I'm saying later. Like, no, for real. Yeah, that was, that was that was George difficult. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. actually created the Word Up Show? Yeah. and gave it to Warren like early, early on. But after the Word Up Show was Danseteria, and then Warren and I think she was doing Xu that. She was yeah, doing that. And there was so oh Biggie. Was, yeah, Biggie. Shoe. Um, but anyway, Warren would like Derek. Oh, Derek, who spun it. Um, um, I forgot his name. He used to spin at uh, a shark club too. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah, would anyway. he would play house records even at the end of word up. You know what I mean? Says so like a transition. It'd be kind of like the Chemical Brothers, co- ke- Black Rock and Beats. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or they yeah, call yeah. it, they
2: said we're going to be late. And I'm like, cool, I got. I can play my house records. Right. So I play like three yeah. or four house records. And there were like a lot of Todd Terry, yeah. Uh, right. C&C, Cliffless yeah and Cole, Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah Cole, whatever I pronounce that. Whatever right. the hell you say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. C&C, easy enough. Yeah, yeah. And how
5: did you connect with Death Row when you were doing their street team? Or?
2: Okay, so I was like, the, I was the big DJ out here. Uh-huh. I was the big DJ out here, and I was getting a lot of accounts, and... Um, they was like, who's the guy in Vegas? Everyone's was like, Warren. So, boom, I got the, the account. It was pretty much that easy. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell a quick death row story. So, uh, in the car, death row, when they're first out here, and uh, two big black dudes, one name was B-Man, one name was uh, Kevin Black. That name? Kevin Black. Kevin Black, you hear the name? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Kevin Black. <laughs> so, we're riding around Vegas, and they're just kind of outlining, they just wanted a reason to come to Vegas, but they're kind of outlining where... You know, I should be putting up posters and all this other crap. And the whole trip, we're banging Biggie Smalls really i'll never ever forget that he's oh, like while they're working at that yeah thing. yeah he's like yo this notorious b motherfucker this this is the shit right here this nigga's the sh- that he was they they were champion biggie like so they're like oh this album right here is the shit no way and they, all, the whole trip we just banged like the whole day all we did was bang on uh, ready to die baby. you know what's That's funny, funny. Uh,
5: is that when we had cypher on he said he was with junior mafia and they were banging pop yeah, amazing.
2: Uh, Why well, yeah, let Everybody like, be friends. That's yeah. like yeah. full circle. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, dude. It's I, 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 I never let him down. I ne- whenever I see him, I'm always like, yeah, this motherfucker, yeah, never, this notorious B motherfucker, he's the shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever witness any of like the the crazy Suge shit that you know? Like, was it just like Suge?
2: So when Suge wanted to open up Six Six Two, and was going all through the the lawyer stuff and whatever he was doing. He showed up to Six Six Two. He gathered a bunch of us together. Uh, I won't say the other names because they might not want me to repeat this story. But um, so <laughs> we walk in a six six two. Shug comes walking in, and like like Miles was saying, like I knew um, I knew someone who played football with him. I knew so I yeah. knew a, a front, bunch of punt, uh, point people that knew him. Um, But
0: he did. Did he have that scary presence? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. When
2: he walked in the room with a cigar and this dope Asian chick, like just (laughs) yo, yo, with with the 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 dress like super short. Yeah, yeah. dude, she was dope. I was like, oh my god, who's this girl that's with you? You know, and he just came and she was real small and he's huge. So it was just like, oh my god, who's and. So I was there with two older dudes, and I was there with three people. That's all I'm going to say. And, um, and th- he's was like, yo, I want to open this, and this is going to be a nightclub. What y'all think? And I've never been a yes man, never. I've always owned my own business or whatever. So when, when he started talking, um, he's like, I'm going to do this. And he's like, yeah, sure, that'd be good. i like, yeah, you know, this town needs a black club, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, sure, I think that on a Thursday. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Were you wearing glasses at that time? No,
2: no, oh, no, no. Right. I was like... <laughs> no, I, no like... I wasn't, no, the whole... <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't straight Urkel with it, but, yo, when a person asked me something, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, I'm not gonna tell you a lie. Like, yeah. oh, do you want me to go? I will, but... You know, I'm thinking you're about to put millions of dollars down. Let me tell you how it should be. Right. So I said, "You know what? I think on Wednesday you should do like a speakeasy, like blues type of thing or whatever. And then on a Thursday, you should do blah blah blah. On a Friday, Saturday, to yeah. you know, straight blah blah blah. On a Sunday it'd be good, to do like a reggae feel with like a, cause they had a port, uh, a big old patio mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. like a So I gave them the whole rundown. I'll never forget. Everyone just looked at me like <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck are you, like, like you're not, part, bad, yeah. yeah, you're not, you're not rolling with the program, like, you're not, yeah. and I yeah. was just like, and Shug, I remember Shug took a cigar, looked at me, and was like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna open up this
0: club, and I was like,
6: <laughs> like alright. I hope <laughs> he goes through with Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: just like, whatever, I was like, whatever after that. But,
3: so
0: then it just ended up being open once in a while. Yeah, it was only open
3: once in a while. Yeah, so special events that were, were basically legally charity events. Yeah. that just happened to happen on fight nights yeah you know were you were you
6: you (laughs) spinning at uh, that night Park died or no
2: yeah yeah Me and Bob were pissed off because they never showed up. I'm like, what the fuck? The motherfuckers didn't even show up. I had had my West Coast reset.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you guys were waiting at 662.
6: We were waiting, and
2: I was spinning, and I was like, they never showed up. What the fuck? And And then then they're like, yo,
0: Pac got shot.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they kind of closed the club down early, and I was like, what the fuck? And no one was saying anything. So Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, let's get out of here because we were like, yo, Foxy Brown's around the corner. Like, we can go catch Foxy Brown still. And John Stockton?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 one player.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he was the uh, he was with Foxy. He's like, yo, when you get out, come out. I'll meet. You, have you meet Foxy? And I was like, Foxy Brown, let's go. Oh, Bob was like, Foxy Brown, let's go. So we drove up. <laughs> <laughs> we drove up. For me, go. We're like this shit. Then we drove a Flingo, made left, and we saw where Pocket got shot. We didn't know. Yeah. And and and
0: Bob was You're like, like, damn, some shit happened. Yeah, yeah that's what there. Bob said. <laughs> Bob was
2: Bob was like, yo, these fools, these fools, all drunk drivers. Some crazy ass drunk driver on the ship. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 and then we. Went and then and then the next morning, Bob hey, uh, texted me, he says, yo, that was Bob. I don't think we had a text. 2, like page. Right? Page. Two page. yeah, Page. Yeah. 911. Uh, hey Bob. I think I called him. Yeah, whatever. He was like, yo, that spot we saw, that that was Tupac. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, that's why they didn't show up. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like,
6: yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: damn. God, that's dude. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. You guys are just waiting there. Right.
6: Pissed,
2: dude. <laughs> pissed. You don't understand. Pissed. because how d- Did
0: y'all get paid? No, right? Oh,
2: yeah, we got paid. Oh, but, yeah. but, dude, we were pissed because... We, I was ready for it this time. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I had,
6: six months earlier, dude, I had this, play
2: like, me. I knew the whole Death Row catalog inside out. I, I was like, yo, I, I got it. Let's go. Like I'm ready. Like I'm West yeah. Coast ready right now. <laughs> <laughs> and motherfuckers didn't show up. Like I was like, what?
6: Oh man,
0: damn man,
6: that
2: sucks. Yeah, I was mad.
6: Hey, so, so from the from the
0: the radio station. And then all, you know, the college radio that you guys are doing. Right. Were you guys just collecting vinyl, building relationships with the labels? And yeah. then
3: did that kind of evolve into hip-hop site? Yeah, totally. So so basically, you know, because I was getting my hands on all this advanced music from the tape trading community. Yeah. And then Warren was getting advanced music from direct from the labels. Like, keep in mind, like, there's no... It's not like now when a song drops, it's released to the internet, and everybody gets it. I mean, there was an era where DJs got the vinyl first, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and then, like... Then that would determine if it even came out. Like right. like if it got if it if it got spins, then like yeah, they might, you know, put your album out. If yeah. it didn't, it yeah. might just go into the vaults of obscurity somewhere. Not to mention there was all these like B sides and remixes and thing and all these like treats that they were sending out and, and radio DJs like were getting this stuff earlier. So Warren comes to me and is like, Yeah, like we should make a website called Hip Hop Web. Hip Hop Web, yeah. And I was like <laughs> And I was like, "Yes, let's do it," you know. Yeah. And so, like, we tried to get HipHopWeb, and it was not; it was taken. So we we went for HipHopSite.com, and yeah. then we started the site. And so, like, you know, basically, like, I was writing all these reviews, and like, you know, super excited young kid, yeah. like, just like, you know, we were, like. We got our hands on like hypnotize before they pressed it, baby yep. hypnotize. I think like, you got it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you got it. You okay, I remember okay. you got it. You wait, brought wait. it to me. So
0: what was the point of the site that you guys were gonna sell records?
3: No. Or it was it was gonna? basically like the first like news updated news Forum, information. Kind of, right? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like it was like news and new music and album reviews and things like that. Because
0: at that time, like I guess this was Pre blog time, right? right. So yeah, it was like the first hip-hop
3: it blog. It was,
0: but it was like forums where everyone would just kind of like chime in and, and no, comment. No, no, not no? so much.
3: There was no real comment. There was section. news groups though, yeah, yeah, there was news groups, and that was separate from websites. They hadn't integrated that into websites. Yet. But
0: but you guys became like a forum. I, I yeah, we I had wrong? a forum later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
3: but basically, it was just like. You know me getting on top of the mountain being like i have hypnotized you know and yeah. then like That's uploading great. a real audio file of it and then like yeah, real audio it, it took a yeah. while before that came yeah. out
1: on, on 12 inch hypnotized yeah, yeah. yeah and
3: like massive traffic you know and then like you know the tupac bootlegs that were floating around you know like uploading snippets of that and then you know de la stuff and everything you know what i mean so we and we were also like Warren was like calling the labels to get like gossip and news so we had like a news section. Yeah, so we would just So and this was like like keep in mind like the only other hip hop websites there were were like people that basically would get like millions of dollars of funding and be like, "All right, we're going to create this hip hop website." And they'd create it and then they'd just like stop. There would be like no updates, nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just like they just like put it out there and like expect so traffic. So you, you to guys come were like
0: it. the first hip hop blog? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so like we were like the first and 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 what the advantage that we had is that we you know, basically had this connect through the record labels and through my like tape trading thing Yeah, that we actually had some reason for people to come to it. You know it's what so I mean? Crazy. So what year was this that you started? 96. Uh, yeah. 96. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So it, to, it, Vegas doesn't know that. Yeah. So, so it, 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 it blew it's up. Cr- they should.
0: This is fucking crazy. This to is me. history yeah. right <laughs> now. It's man. just yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. crazy to me. People yeah, don't like, know this. Yeah. The amount of ground like breaking shit that y'all did. Yeah. For this city. Yeah.
3: It's, it's really, it's weird. It's crazy. Wait,
6: so you guys, you would be able to play the record on the website?
3: Yeah, like we'd upload like a snippet. So you're and like that, the that, first to stream hip hop. Yeah, yeah, like too. like I mean maybe not the first, but the first that were were really like like because there was 88 hip hop like that was doing like a radio show. Yeah, they were streaming doing a radio, radio show. show, but we were like no 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 we're gonna no news. like we want to do like snippets of the song, so we'd you know so upload yeah. you know a verse and a half of hypnotize or. Whatever advanced music, yeah, We, yeah. we I gotta, know, we
0: gotta like petition to get like a yeah, Warren Peace and a, Piso a, to the street <laughs> name Warren <laughs> Parkway. a <laughs>
4: repeat
6: <laughs> Maryland Parkway. <laughs> like
4: yeah, War, Warren Piso <laughs> Parkway. Warren
0: Piso Parkway. I <laughs> like Warren, <laughs> Warren Peace. I'll is go it? With that. Have one way going this way, like Warren Peace yeah, Way,
3: man. and then a uh, Piso <laughs> oh, Yeah, I like I'll it. I'll go with yeah. that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, I think it's insane. It is, because, and and the other thing was, it was like, okay, you had, so you had, like, two, this is what we were competing with. Wait,
0: wait, before, I don't even want to cut you off. Yeah. Is it because you guys are too humble?
3: Uh, Yeah, probably. I mean, like, we don't, we we never really, like, you know, I've always been, like, more about, like, just, like, trying to prove myself, not necessarily being, like, I'm the shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, maybe to a fault. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It was more so yeah, like right. you
6: were doing it for the love of it and you are trying to get oh, paid. Oh, yeah, doubt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The check was the recognition. Yeah, but hip-hop. also,
3: like, you know, we did need to World. get paid. So, like, you know, I was doing this out of my parents' house and then that's when we started the online Big shout out store. to your parents, dude. Yeah. His parents, dude. Yeah. So we basically set up a record store in my parents' garage. Uh-huh. No,
2: no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Before that, oh, it was yeah. a
3: record store in in Peasle's room and yeah.
2: that grew. Right. So then his sister just went off to college. So we got his sister's room. Right. And that grew. And then his parents gave us their garage. Yeah, they were like, wow. you know,
3: because basically we had so much stock and we were we were doing like hundreds of orders a day. That's crazy. And then we were just like, all right, so like basically the crew would come over like every Saturday we'd fill orders in the garage. Yeah. Then they would let me, like yeah. I
2: would go to Pizzo's house like at nine o'clock and stay there until like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. His like after cool. the
0: Word Up show, his like his on a Friday like night. Cool shit. So So, yeah. so wait, wait, I want to see, like, how did you guys start... This Did you guys pull some money together and then get, like, there, buy records? Okay, so there
3: was, there was a small... Like, we got some advertising money from Interscope, like 5K. But that, but that was... But that was not... That was, the, that was later. That was, like, seed money, basically. Like that, no, that was early. That was that the was early very thing. first thing. Then, um, I don't even remember how we got the money to buy the first shipment of records that we...
0: How did that work, though? It was directly from the
3: label, pretty no, much? No, so no, no. You, you get through, like, distributors, but, but yeah. I don't even know how we got the money to do that <laughs> like like we might have got some ads or something and we then i think we now not just put the
2: money like a couple yeah. hundred go- dollars together and we say, okay and that kind of st- seeded so it. how much yeah.
0: was it like for a record like so, two, records were two, like three, three
3: like three forty nine, and then we'd sell them for five ninety nine.
0: So three forty nine, Six We buy 50. them for three forty nine. And then right. was there a minimum? Like you had to buy a dozen or something?
3: Uh, no. Like, um, no, no, because no, you got to think of all the mom and pop shops that only take like five or two or something. So what know? was it? You guys in the beginning were buying like three of every record or like? Or well, we were. We got to 10? the point where we were oh, in initially, the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, actually. Some of that stuff was consignment, and a lot of that stuff was indie artists that were trying to get out there. Obviously, one of them was Eminem. Mm. So, like, like in his case, like, he, he was kind of, like, on the battle circuit and making noise there. Yeah. And okay. so, like, we heard he was coming to Vegas, and, like, I basically somehow tracked his label down or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I want to purchase... You know, and Eminem talks about it on that interview. Um, this
0: is like, I just don't give a fuck.
3: Yeah. 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 So yeah. if you listen to that Rock the Bells radio interview. He talks about it Yeah. He, he's like, yeah, a guy in Vegas wanted to buy like a thousand. That, that was me. <laughs> yeah. You wanted so, to buy a thousand? Yeah. No, I wanted to buy oh, like a hundred. Like he embellished he it. He wanted to gas himself <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 in any case, so so M comes to Vegas. He's not signed to Interscope anything. He's an underground battle rapper. I met him at Motel 6, like... Motel 6. Eminem is staying at Motel 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I literally like bought the vinyl and cassette tapes and CDs from him. He was like, hey, can I come rap on your radio? And I was like... And I, was, I still didn't even hear the music yet. Yeah. And I was like, uh, well... Wow. I, yeah, yeah, because I didn't. Wow. I, yeah, like I only, I only knew. like, you know, oh, wow! Right, but but, uh, but the it was show like wasn't on it wasn't. Anyway. Yeah, it wasn't that night. anyway. So yeah, the he show actually, wasn't. Yeah. so he he was actually there one night, and the sh- and the radio show was the, the next night. So basically, it, bought all that product from him, and then we sold it on hiphopside.com. Sold out. Ordered more, et cetera. And then when he started, when he, we heard he got signed, um, I connected with. That's when I first met Sheck. Yeah, and Sheck knew Paul Rosenberg as manager Mm -hmm, and was like, Oh, I should introduce you because when I first met M, he was not with Paul or or Paul wasn't, you know, a part of that early process, you know. So I was like, yeah, like we wanna we wanna do MM.com, you know? And like we'll be the store for all your merch. And so, you know, we pitched it to Paul and you know, and Paul was like, Well I don't want some Rinky Dink website. And I was like, No 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 like we're gonna do it right. So we did it right, you know, and I mean, like looking back, I don't know how right it was, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no one yeah. else was really doing it. Right, like, but there that. was, there was, that was the thing. There was like little competition because, yeah. like, anybody who was in the web world at that point right. was not like a hip hop head that knew what the fuck was up, uh-huh, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, we just kind of had that happy medium of like, you know, I knew a guy who had like programming skills who I was good friends with, he helped us program the site. I knew what I wanted, and Warren was the real connected. Guy, you know oh, what I mean. Right. So between us all, yeah. we like created this thing. So anyway, yeah, we started running M site, and that was what blew up hip hop site. Like, I mean, hip hop site already had its.
2: Yeah, we had a really good buzz, there. right? Yeah. Be-
3: because we because we were like the only thing. There was no competition. There was no WordPress. There wasn't like you literally had to build this thing from scratch. You know, HTML, mm-hmm. like right, you really right, had to like, like coding, yeah. coding, like yeah. So we had a guy, but anyway. Um, and it was really expensive back then, right? Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we so, had a guy. But we had <laughs> a guy. <laughs> we had a guy. <laughs> right. So, so, but basically, um, you know, so we 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 started getting like a, like when the Hi My Name Is video came out, mm-hmm. we had the Hi My Name Is t-shirts with like the, the label, wow. and, you know, yeah. with the name tag label. And we were selling like thousands of them. Yeah. And then that just blew hip-hop site up. Like it took it like from here to like up here. So was com was
0: that kind of off of was it connected to hip-hop site? yeah yeah so yeah. basically
3: if you went to eminem.com it was like you know my merch is sold at hip-hop site hey. and it linked to hip-hop site yeah, yeah. yeah right over here. so and again the internet is so new it's like the gift shop that yeah. it was yeah. like yeah exactly <laughs> so so it was like it was just it was just sending business our way and then we were you know me being like kind of a hungry 19 20 year old kid like i was discovering all these like artists that were putting their music out like little brother and apathy uh-huh. and yeah. you know you know even a track and uh, dave one when they were doing uh audio research their yeah. indie label mm-hmm. like dave one from chromio like you know we were selling their stuff and pushing it like you know what i mean so that's how we maintain all these relationships over the years
0: and then so after the eminem thing yeah <clears throat> did you guys open the brick and mortar yes yeah, so no it, it was it was
2: uh <laughs> your your room right to your sister's room, room and your room. Right. Your room, your sister's room, and the, the garage. garage. right?
3: Then just the garage. Then. You bought a house. I bought a house when I was like 20 years old. Nice. Like, I basically, like, well, I was like, all right, Warren, I'm going to buy a house, and that'll be our office, and, like, we'll, you know, the whole garage will be, like, the warehouse. You know what I mean? I, like, had it all figured out in my so head. So we
2: did that, and then we just grew out of that. So we did a warehouse. Right. And we got, like, one of those little portable, like, uh trailers Mm -hmm. so we got a big ass warehouse and portable trailer that became our office with internet and power and everything
3: and let me interject that's when five was doing customer service and filling orders for us
2: five was doing customer service (laughs) and revise dj revise and dj revise were doing dj five yeah Yeah, dj five
3: five, so dj five and revise were like 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 our our first employees they were like our, our, our yeah so like they were like in the warehouse like filling orders and we were in this like cubicle or like this like uh
2: like, a, it was like one of the construction units, like a, like the... Like most like
4: a portable, portable yeah, like a
0: portable, yeah. Portable, yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. like
3: sitting in a portable, like on our computers.
0: How did you guys bump into these guys? I mean, how
3: did they... They, they, they just kind of came around because yeah. they were, they knew we were like... They did, they were heads. Yeah. So they just kind of, you know, they
2: yeah. knew we had a radio show. They knew about our, the garage. Right. They, they just knew. So... Like, if we needed help, we'd have them come help us. Yeah.
3: But also the, the, the great part about working in this, in this portable was we're like, we're on our computers and we'd hear them like scare each other. Oh... <laughs> Like, like five would like hide behind the counter, like the the racks of records, and Aaron would have like the box uh, revise and have the box, and he'd be like, come, he'd, like filling the order, and then all of a sudden you hear like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then like, and then like the other guy screams, you know, so like yeah, it was like uh, real real
0: professional, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so five we, wasn't we, we, wor- wasn't uh,
3: doing work at that time either, huh? He, he, yeah. <laughs> Some things never change. Yeah, change. So, yeah. so, so <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but but I mean like no no, but but interestingly enough, it's like during. Those worlds were intersecting when Five got his gig at Tao. He was basically like DJing at Tau. at was night. Was he there?
2: Or when we got the store, he was at Tao? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. But basically, yeah. like, he was kind of, and we all were to some degree. Yeah. But balancing like nightlife at night and like hip hop site in the daytime.
2: But yeah. so after that, we, um, we were getting so many calls from people or emails saying, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend. Where can I visit your store? Hey. Cause we had a very substantial amount right. of records at that point. Yeah, right. So I think on a whim, it was me and S Boogie or all three of us were like, "Dude, we gotta look for a store." Right.
0: I got a g- quick question though yeah. before you go into the brick and mortar store that you guys opened. Yeah. Was it hard to keep the records safe with the Vegas heat?
3: Now, because it was more that was more it was of a swamp a- cooler in there. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So that
2: that was at first the first summer. I was kind of like, "Let's see if this works," but it, it worked fine. Right.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was cool. So then everyone was like, "Yo, where's like we want to visit you guys?" Everyone, dude, yeah. we
2: get calls all the time, and I, it just made too much sense. Like we have to do this. So we started
3: opening. We opened up a store. So when did
0: Hip Hop Site open? The, the store the store
3: i would say it was it was I like 2000 like yeah like 99 2000 yeah yeah, 99, okay. 2000. yeah so that's only like three or four years in it seems like a, a really long time in yeah. but it's it was only like three or four years in and then five was there yeah because i remember oh, yeah. seeing like pictures of him like yeah yeah
0: pretending He's, to work yeah. <laughs> or something yeah, yeah no no he was he was our <laughs> yeah. main guy like he was yeah. our main guy forever i think that was
2: him and
1: revised <laughs> when i moved out here I, that's how i met five at uh, hip-hop site yeah
6: he,
3: he was working yeah. that was his last was, job i used to see him look like that was his last job that yes. was his last job
6: <laughs> was it his first and last job yeah it was his first Man. and last I'm no no
3: he worked at burlington coke
2: factory no he worked at victoria's secrets too remember that
3: <laughs> <laughs> him and aaron together didn't they work at burlington as well i think so yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i just remember
0: uh i was like i'm just trying to picture him like doing customer service he's terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean looking back on it
2: like i mean we didn't we ran we didn't really run it like a business we, run, we ran it like a hangout yeah, but yeah. i mean we were doing a but lot dude it's dope it's like a dream yeah it was totally dream yeah yeah totally we and we were doing a lot like, yeah, like we were way ahead like we were turntable loud before turntable loud. Yeah, like, yeah we were like we were doing a lot it's like hundreds of orders a day
3: and that that was really you know it was really hard to kind of keep up with the amount of traffic and and orders we were getting because like it's crazy because it was the beginning of the internet too. Well, I'm and, just, and the other
2: thing is there was no like WordPress or the, the internet it wasn't plug and play like it is now. Right. So to devise a shopping cart like that took months.
3: Right. It was really challenging. Like we
2: really had yeah. to like do this, and we had no inventory system. Like it was just like we were just flying by the seat of our pants. Like it was just like, but. I remember
0: know? moving like the first time I moved out here, obviously Neva and Eddie McDonald, uh, like yeah. they would show me around and they would take me to hip hop site and i was like, This is where it is? Like I didn't realize it was in Vegas. Yeah. So I was like I was like wildly <laughs> impressed.
6: <laughs> it was right next to Hip Hop yeah, right.
0: Yeah, well yeah, that the, is also so true. did Shecky Green, obviously the yeah. uh, founder of The Source and yeah. uh, He he opened game. R- like after you guys moved there, or yeah, yeah, well yeah, we, yeah,
3: so yeah, we were you know obviously we were moving a lot of his game record stuff like yeah. Rust the Five Nine Boom and Bad Meets Evil and yeah, yeah all that stuff was doing crazy numbers for us and and then he did the Grand Theft Auto Three soundtrack I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that he did Game Radio yeah that was blowing his stuff up so he had a nice office and and you know that the indie hip hop. Hustle was very He was upstairs,
0: right? Yeah, I it was know. it was That very, was, that it, was it was like a, was a plaza over. It was a block over. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
3: yeah. Not a block, yeah. but a it was plaza. Like It was in the plaza next yeah. door. Yeah, it was next door. It's, it's Where it the Einstein Bagels is on there. Yeah. 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 And
0: yeah. they were killing it with those DVDs yeah. too. Yeah.
3: Again, pre, pre like streaming, like in streaming killed a lot of businesses. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I still got a bunch
3: of those DVDs. At the <laughs> <screen>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those Games are the shit. Game. Yeah, with yeah, Francine man. D or and yeah. All that shit. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. And then when I first came and he, uh, you guys took me to his office, I was like, no fucking way. This <laughs> <is like..."
4: laughs> and
0: then I went to like Rhino and Francine D was like stripping there. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Crazy. The right place. And then she was just like a G. She was like, oh yeah, like. She was just real cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was really weird. I I was just so shocked that all this shit was happening in Vegas, <laughs> and then everyone was just like in a circle, like, yeah, like hanging no out deal. with each other. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. I, so at this time, in the beginning of the brick and mortar with hip hop site, yeah. was this like the beginning of Raw? No. yeah uh, it was okay. So I mean, the Raw story because I mean, yo, everybody fucking tells me. Everybody
2: tells me about Raw. Okay, so the Raw story goes like this. So, Dwayne King was work Dwayne King and Billy Richardson were at Club Raw. Yeah. That, that was the club. Dwayne King was the music director at Club Raw. Club, club Raw was in Mandalay? Luxor. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, Dwayne called me, I think at this time we had, we were e- either in the warehouse or the store. I can't remember. But, um,. He called me. I'll never forget this. He called me and said, "Hey, warren what's up, Dwayne King?" Say, hey, "What's up, Dwayne?" And Dwayne was like, "Yo, we want to do hip hop on a Thursday at Club Raw." And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here." I think I hung up on him. I was going, "Dude, don't <laughs>
6: don't prank call." Don't
2: fight. Because dude, hip hop was a bad word. Period. Hip hop in Vegas was the death of you if you said I play hip hop. Forget it. You weren't getting the gig anywhere. And I was like, dude, you what can What were they
0: playing in Vegas
6: clubs? At the for night?
2: Anything but hip hop. They touch it, you know, around the edges. Like, uh, I can't remember back then, but it was all the stuff. Dude, hip hop was a bad word because you played hip hop, then it quote unquote brought, brought the bad element and yada, yada, yada. Right. And um, so. Dude, all this
6: kind of stemmed from the 662 club. And no,
2: not at all. It stemmed from racism. Like, you know, they just didn't want a bunch of black people, especially on the strip, in the club. Just minorities in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. period. What, what no. year was this? Like 99? Oh, 99 sounds about right Honestly I don't know mm-hmm. But Dwayne gave me The phone call I think I hung up And then He called me back Said no I'm fucking serious I'm like Thursday I said okay so what I gotta play clean versions All night Cause I was on the radio too Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said no no We just want you to do What you do I said I get to play Whatever yeah you play Whatever you play hip hop I'm like alright No problem So I said when do you Want to start this Well why don't you Come down next week Or something So wait you only did Thursdays there I okay so they had me try out on a Saturday Uh I said well how long am I going to play they're like Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know you're just going to try out like well what do I bring well I don't know you're just going to try out so I brought six crates of records Mm -hmm. and I learned that that doesn't sound to you guys that's the like okay whatever but that's a lot yeah okay yeah
0: well see I I I learned this we used to bring like you said 2 Two. It's been like four. Four, four? yeah. Like four. four was a lot. Six a lot.
2: I brought six because, A, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to play. Who was mm. carrying your records? Well, that's when I learned about valet. Like, I threw it in the back of my car and told the, val- the, the, val- the bellman guy. Take this to the club, you know, wow. and I, yeah. I, I drop a 20 every time. Like, crazy. Because I, I'm not carrying all that shit in, you know, like, here, yeah. take it. I
6: just couldn't do it. Found the cheat code, Crooked.
2: So I dropped, dropped all the stuff in the valet. Valet takes it in, and I, uh, I show up there, and I'll never forget jo- DJ John, Johnny come I can't remember his last name. Johnny K started laughing at me because he's like, oh my God, six crates. Because <laughs> I'm like, and I said, dude, I don't know what the fuck. He's like, no, 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 dude, this is incredible. Like, you're. you're <laughs> Prepare it. I'm like, I don't know the fuck i to play. Like, I don't yeah. know, I don't know who's here. This is a real Vegas club. I don't know if I'm gonna start playing. So you brought everything though. You brought, brought some house, I you brought 80s. I or, brought, yeah, yeah, everything that I had normally so I did it, they loved it, and I said, Well, I'm gonna bring in a hype man. They said, Well, you do whatever you want. Thursday's your night. So it just built from Thursday. And I'll tell you right now, um So Mr. Bob was your hype man? Mr. Bob was my hype man, and the key there was this. For me and Bob had been working together, and Bob was on the radio. So, Bob knew every single rap song that was on the radio. So, he knew like the, mm-hmm. the breaks. He the, knew everything yeah. about the song. He knew the, key, he knew the parts everyone liked. He knew everything about that fucking song. So, the, when we got there, I learned this because Bob's a big dude and I'm, I'm a big dude. So, I got Bob his own mixer. Mm. So, Bob had his own mixer with a mic connected to it. Mm-hmm. So, that he was, could take the, the songs so out. So, he could cut out. So, he doesn't yeah. interfere with your work. Yeah, so he yeah. could cut out. And I would just do what I was doing, and he could, and cut out, and he could look over my shoulder and he could see the records and know what the fuck I was doing. Right, right, right. You're going into this. You're going in. Okay, cool. So he knew what I was doing. I knew what he was doing. That was the secret that most people don't know. He had his own mixer, and he could do whatever the hell he wanted to do. And he dude, do no one. I Fat Man Scoop, anybody. I, I, Little John, I'll, I'll put him up against anyone. And I have live tapes of me and Bob. That would be amazing. And I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you no one touches that. Nobody. Because we were so on point, and he had the crowd going. And, I mean, you you guys weren't here, but when you talk to people, I mean, I'm sure all they're like is like, oh, my God. Like, like we killed it. We so killed I, it. I was, I was
0: in Vegas in, like, 99, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was when Next Episode came out. Okay. And I... Was Was that that 99? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it was 99. It's called 2001, but it came out 99. Okay. okay. It was probably maybe 2000. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I was there for like a conference or something like that. And I remember I was in line for Raw. And I, and obviously, I wasn't really DJing at the time. Like, I was working in like this import export company. Okay. And I went into Raw. And it was like, it had to have been on a weekend, like
2: Friday or Saturday. Uh, We started doing Saturday too. Because we started, we started. Such a following that that we they pushed us. Okay, we want you to come in on Saturday too. Yeah. And me and Dave would do Dave Fogg. That's when the whole mashup thing was big. And and he would spin all rock, and I'd spin and we would spin hip hop. See this
0: this when I was there, it was like, it was like seventy percent house, and then they would just, and then they would go into hip hop. That,
2: okay, the hip hop was, like was out because that, that was
0: breaks, right?
2: Wasn't it something like Dwayne King was doing the house, yeah. and then they would just come, have us come on and do hip hop.
0: Okay, yeah, because it, 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 I remember when I was there, it felt like it was like house time, and then hip hop. That's time. basically mm-hmm. what because I, I was like, all right, they're playing house, so then uh, me and my boys, we would get a drink, yeah, right, yeah, 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 and right, and yeah. then as soon as the hip hop came on, we would go back to the dance floor. That was did you was yeah. there a hype man? I know I don't I don't remember that, yeah, yeah. but no. maybe there was, maybe there was, yeah. but I was just I remember being like. Damn, they play hip hop in Vegas. I was like, that's cool.
2: No, okay, listen, this was super, like, this is not, I got let go of, I got kicked off or fired from Raw because we were playing hip hop. That Raw was doing really, Raw was doing really good. Yeah. Okay, and we're doing Thursday and Saturday. And MGM took over, uh, bought out uh, Luxor. So the food and beverage department, I know the name, I won't say the names, but the food, the two guys in food, the guys that oversaw Studio 54, they're like, oh, we get to get Raw. Like, so they were going to try to make their, their, um, their spreadsheet look really nice. So we're going to take over Raw. Mm -hmm. But I heard they're playing hip hop. Like, you can't play hip hop. So I remember going on, and I have a recording of this last night at Raw. They said, if you play hip hop, you're fired. I'm like, well, I guess this is the last night. (laughs) And I just... (laughs) boom it's hypnotized bam ran into it and i was like we're playing hip-hop all night like we're going and i was fired and i remember
6: i remember did let you finish the end of the night bro they had no choice
2: they had oh, yeah, yeah they weren't they, I mean whatever I mean it, it was so passive aggressive like the person that fired me didn't even I mean, he's a quote unquote friend of mine Like I'm still cool with him now but mm-hmm. he didn't call me he called Dave and Dave said hey we play hit, <laughs> I'm like why is he calling you I've known this guy longer than you have be why is a he, man like, yeah call me and yeah. he's like he's like no 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 and he's just I was like well dude I guess him last night and Dave was like alright
3: that's crap, man. Yeah, but I, but see, yeah. here's no. the kicker, though. I remember, I remember, and I won't say who, but I remember the DJ that took over for you, and they basically were like, you know, they saw that like, it wasn't working, and they were like, all right, play hip-hop, play hip-hop. Like, they were basically backpedaling, and he tried, and then, like, that didn't work, and it was like... Isn't that, you, you isn't that are, the story of Vegas
0: Nightlife, though? 100%. Like, I swear to God, they don't know what's going on, yeah. so, and then they're just kind of, they have this vague idea of, like, I think this is gonna work right the, <laughs> and then they do it the and then, then they're like holy shit this isn't working right and then they're like anyone got any ideas do they're like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah
3: it's like there is so hey hey picasso can you help us find someone to paint this do you know any good painters picasso <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I I will say. Listen, and th- the credit of the people in the higher ups, looking from their point of view, I mean, they have people that they have they have bottom lines they have to hit. They have, you know, things they have to hit. But there
0: are certain guys I, that know what, what they're of course, doing. I though. think yeah. of course,
2: I think the biggest problem of this town with nightlife has always been the root of this discussion. They don't support their own. If if you have. They don't build a brand within their own brand. Mm-hmm. If you have Costco, they build Kirkland. If Costco's selling a really good craft product, they go, okay, F, take off craft, we're making a Kirkland copy of that. They push their own brand. Mm-hmm. No nightclubs in Vegas have really pushed their own brand because I think they don't really support their their, their own. And I've always thought that that was, I thought Dre's did a great job with Franzen, yeah. a great job. And he was kind of self put in himself, but.
3: You know, you see, that's the weird thing is like, okay, so, you know, when you look at the execs on the exec level, it's like, oh, well, so and so left this place and now he's at this place. And then that guy from that place went back over to this place. And it's always like the same people. So you'd think they would do the same thing with the DJs like, oh, like, let's get people that actually know how to do this rather than like, like, hey, let's just throw some shit at the wall and see if it sticks. And 1 a.m. we're like, oh, dang, uh, uh, can we get the resident DJ back on? You know, it's like.
2: But I also feel that's the, the DJ's um, fault as well. Like I don't, feel, I don't I'm not going to put all the blame on the the, um, the establishment. The establishment. Yeah, I think it's the DJ. The it's DJ. A tri-
0: it's a tricky thing, though. It's like when a nightclub gives too much control and power to like a DJ. Yeah. The 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 DJ. I mean, not all of them, but more likely they're going to take advantage of it but, somehow. But, you but, know what but I mean? But to ha- to put
2: millions and millions of dollars into a brand. Yeah. And not build your own from it
3: yeah. it's just that's yeah but they just look at it like oh well yeah you're good but like this guy's more marketable so let's put it into that true and then true. like and then but that's the gamble but you right? could have right. said that was Seinfeld NBC
2: could have said that was Seinfeld what the first season in the mm-hmm. ratings were horrible second mm-hmm. season ratings were horrible mm-hmm. and they're like no we're sticking to this mm-hmm. you know and they pushed it They pushed it, pushed it, pushed it. And I always but from the DJ point of view, I always felt that, well, you know, you need to show you're obviously not showing the execs enough that we should get behind you. Yeah. But so
0: But I also think it what what happens is like when they do champion a DJ, the Mm -hmm. DJ becomes bigger, asks for more money, and then there's this ego thing that happens between the club owner and the DJ if there isn't an established relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where and then the club owner ends up being like, yo, We put millions of dollars into this fucking club, like you're just a DJ. Right. Well, that. But in the the end, the DJ does like sustain right the money that's
3: being made at the club. So it's this. But no one wants to give each other props. Like no one wants to be like. You did a great job creating this nightclub, or you did a great job keeping this room all right. these years. Like, well, I think n- it's like Tao Group did that with five. Absolutely. Yeah, like, Tao did that with Absolutely. Five. Yeah. That was like,
2: another, yes, without a doubt. Yeah. Like, he's a rare case. Right? Right? I used him as an example
4: in many right. arguments. Right. Too. right. Like, and, and I, and I think they props. did it with Vice, too. I totally. Mean, totally. Yes. 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 Saturday. So totally. On the industry
5: night, I feel like that is that Thursday night was established with five together. Totally. And it kind of like built together yeah. and it built his name as well as theirs kind of cohesively. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Yeah, and I and think pro- that's probably the like only like example I have of it, but no, I No, feel no, no, like you're right. right.
2: You're absolutely yeah. And I, I again, yeah. I with other employers, I would use that example, but you know, it's yeah. you know, th- there's a lot of stuff going on, on on the corporate end of that and but I always felt that that's where they lost and I thought that like a guy like Five ch- taking over Tao um you don't have to bring anyone else we got this in-house superstar we just made let's do this you know let's bring in five or you know dre's or we got franzen let's just bring in franzen franzen won't do Mm -hmm. the night like his name is cool like
0: yeah you know it's dope when i go into dre's and to see how much like franzen is a part of dre's Mm -hmm. yeah you
3: know what i mean Where like well you know it's like i always say like a host you know what i mean yeah yeah Uh, yeah no for real let's 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 be honest none of us draw None of us draw. I mean, it's really about can you keep the room. Uh-huh. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and I think that is, is, has more value than if you actually draw people in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like 2 chains draws. Right. You know, like any of us at this table, you know, like we're going to do a great job, but we're not like the reason that people are there that night. Well, you're re- the reason they stay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but, so but there's, there's value in
2: that. But the bigger brand... I I can go on with Apple saying you know iPhone iCloud you know creating the i thing like every bigger brand has created a smaller brand that's just how you do it that's how you you create a smaller brand under you and you build up that smaller brand for a discounted price and you get to make that money uh-huh. yeah and and and. You know I but I, I don't want to I, I guess I don't want to sing out Las Vegas night clubs I, I don't really see that happening anywhere else but I think I think Las Vegas has such a great exa- way to do it because they have such a strong brand
0: mm-hmm. you know but I think it's impossible to do it now just because there's so many DJs right you I, totally I, I totally disagree I totally think so if I was running the club now I feel like we got off topic oh I'm bit yeah, bit. sorry yeah yeah before before yeah. I, I know you want to get back into uh, raw right yeah, yeah but but my I, bad I do want to talk about what you guys are saying mm-hmm. is that I, as a DJ, right, I do get it when they book, like, Kid Rock, or, like, they book, like, you know, like, what was that guy from, like, uh, Travis McCoy? Travis McCoy. Jim Class Heroes. Yeah, Jim Class Heroes. I think at one point they were doing, like, Pete Wentz, and he was, like, DJing on iPods Mm -hmm. at the time. This was, like, 2006 Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Like, at that time, I got it just because I would see the crowd. I'd be like, wow, people actually came to see this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the thing is yeah it's, it's like, a draw it's a draw to me right. and I, I kind of got it but I was just like you know this dude shouldn't be doing more than maybe 45 minutes or half an hour or something yeah. like yeah. that but it's like know?
3: it's like it's notorious you always see something gets fucked up like right. they don't know how to work the equipment you know what I mean or like right. there's like a pause and they're like oh what's going on but that's you know? why
0: that's why you're basically like there to kind of help them right. And yeah, right. just like, and just be like yo like I'm gonna make this work because I work for the club and. But from a business you know point of view, yeah. from if you're, if your bottom
2: line, you're making money, then I mean yeah. that's what it's there for. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a business owner. I have a club. I'm not trying to push the art. I'm like I'm trying to make fucking money. Like, right. you know.
0: I remember like what was those guys? Yeah. Uh, Charlotte, Good Charlotte, Good Charlotte, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when yeah. I think oh, what um, was this Benji, Madden? yeah, 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 Benji, Benji Madden, Madden. Yeah. 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 I think uh-huh. he would like try to. He went to G, like DJ, and I think I like I was helping him like almost do his like do like at certain points of his set but he was like really grateful like yo thank you and at the time i was just like i didn't really care because i was just like yo like i get it like yeah yeah there's yeah. all of these girls out here for you and they all mm-hmm. came yeah and, like no one's coming for dj crook yeah you know but what like I'm yeah it's just <laughs> yeah. weird
3: i don't know like you you wouldn't go to like a rock concert and be like hey i'm gonna play guitar tonight and then they're like, okay. And then they, they give you the guitar, and like you don't know how to play it. And yeah. then like it's like a shit show, and everyone's like, man, this sucks. Yeah. You know? So, I don't
0: know. But it's, it's different if it's like... Um George Clooney is going to play the guitar with Aerosmith <laughs> Smith tonight. <laughs> then you're like, "Fuck, like I want to I want to see that." Yeah, <laughs> right. And if it's a shit show, you're kind of like, "Yo, that was a shit I show." Right. See George. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 It's just it's kind of like that. But yo, yeah. like D is right. I, I do want to go back to Rock because I sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This I mean, I think this was great,
5: yeah. but uh I mean, I, I just feel like yeah. no one understands how important that time was for hip hop in Vegas. I was young enough. Was it the first club to play yeah. for hip
2: hop? Dude, it was it was I mean, I don't Okay, so it was the first Real nightclub. Now, we had been doing parties to, like, guys, like, promoters like Larry Larry. Right, right. Uh, things at Utopia with Dave. Um, um, I can't remember Dave's last name. Um, anyway. Fog? They, they No, not, not Fogg. But um, oh. he was DJing with me. But Okay. Um, um, they had, you know, places they would do hip-hop. But there was no place who so was, like, every Thursday they do hip-hop, you
5: know? Yeah. So that was the first. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I know you had some crazy stories. Had to. I mean, that, that place was epic. When I try to tell people about it, that I, I,
2: I remember, I remember playing Usher Yeah with Little John next to me, and I remember going to him. I said, "Dude, this and Jayquan are the two biggest records." Like, do you <laughs> Kwan, do? Yeah, and he was <laughs> just like, he just smiled. He goes, "You think so?" I'm like, "Dude, this record is a fucking hit." And I, I think he was gonna say,
4: "Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think weird. I played it
2: like three or four times, but I, I mean, uh, you know. um that place okay so here's a compliment to that whole thing me and bob would have that place going so hard that the manager jerome would walk up to us pissed and be like you need to play some fucking slow songs or reggae right now (laughs) i'm like i'm not playing no fucking slow songs but you get the place is crazy right now like are
0: you kidding me?" no one's drinking
2: no 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 they were drinking you know he's like you need i'm like dude i'm not doing that like what are you talking about what was
0: the point of that he
2: came back yelling like God in my face he's an old military guy he came back and said there's fucking three times as many fucking people outside they're gonna shut down the whole fucking hotel we need to get these people out and the other ones in oh wow and I was like oh you need to turn the room he's like yes
0: Yeah. you're gonna get us all shut down we were just speaking with uh, one of our homies uh, from Chicago who just uh, he just moved to uh, Portland. Portland and then he was saying that he has to flip the room so he has to literally play something to make people leave
2: yeah well see the place wow. we
0: we i didn't he was like i didn't realize how hard it was to play something to make people leave Dude. i've never even yeah i've never even and that, that was it's called, called flipping that. the room yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: i didn't i've never heard of such a thing and i i think we had to do it three or four times at raw and the second time was the biggest. I mean, from that point on, was the biggest compliment. Like, I have so many people outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I had a reggae set. I was like, cool. Let me play this reggae set. I got going because I, yeah. I, I was I, or I'd play you know, see some Jodeci, like a, you know, and sure enough, people would start leaving, and then he let other people's in. That's
0: crazy. And yeah,
2: but that was like my biggest, one of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten is when I can't
0: believe reggae used to clear out the room. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? really, yeah.
6: Darren, hurry up. <laughs> this episode
5: of the Roll podcast is sponsored by dj city dj city is the leading supplier for new music for djs around the world since 2001 they've been providing working djs with the latest club and radio songs including exclusive remixes intros acapellas and more any dj can subscribe and for less than a dollar a day you can get all the tools needed to rock a party club make show and even a bar mitzvah Check out DJCity.com for more info.
6: Hey, DJCity.com. That's what's up.
5: Yeah. Also, I think maybe it was 2004 or five. you were the first person I ever saw on Serato.
2: Yeah, with, dude. Okay, so that... <laughs> a tra- I, was,
5: I was so confused. I, I was like <laughs> looking like, wait, there's a computer <laughs> me, and he's still and <laughs> mixing and what
2: the fuck is going on? <laughs> me and Dave, we started on Tractor. And, uh-huh. and back then, Tractor's at an early, early infancy stage. What was this, like 2003. I know. You'd it's have to look scratch, when Tractor, right? Final Scratch, whenever yeah. Final Scratch came out, like I was on
0: it. Oh shit, Final Scratch. Final I forgot scratch. about that. Yeah, me, me yep. and
2: Dave were on Final Scratch because I do it and I said, Dave, you got to do this. And Dave's like, cool, I'll do it. And um, I remember the thing about Final Scratch is you couldn't really scratch it. You just play it, but if you, we round the record back too fast, mm-hmm. it would just go, it'd make that sound. It wouldn't go, so, um, A-Track was like, yo, um, I was talking to A-Track about something, and he was like, yo, there's this company out of New Zealand called Serato. You really need to check that out, because I was telling him about Final Scratch. And we went to a convention in Miami, the, uh, Ultra Miami in, in Miami, yeah. uh, and Serato was there.
4: Yeah.
2: And I remember cutting through the line, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this record play? Yeah. I went, just, and went, I'm like, so, yes, I want this, Like, because it, it rewound and and i ended up talking to the man the the top dude um i forgot his name at this point but he was like hey you want to be a beta tester i'm like yeah sure so i was a beta tester and um i dumped all my records me ms sit, me yeah, ms, ms, Sys, yeah. and riz we sent um walkmans to each other with mp3s mm-hmm. and we to build up our catalog and then we went to power 106 with vice and he got all the cd singles and we started ripping all those i bought a uh a CD book from um a cat in uh Ricky Lee from the Bay. Mm-hmm. I bought his CD book and started ripping. I remember just watching, like, you know, watching Grey's Anatomy. With my Dude, wife.
0: People don't understand back then, even like when we were collecting records, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. and then they don't really understand, like, never you don't even understand because you got my whole library that I dumped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just about it. no, no, it's funny. um You mentioned it because I remember going to the hip hop site and you was like trying to push in on everyone that walks there, you're like, yo. This
2: new system is gonna change
4: yeah. DJ. Dude, it
1: was gonna. I remember
2: Pisa was like, "Dude, you're gonna put us out of business." I'm like, "Dude, you can't beat and, this."
1: And I was like, "This is bullshit. This shit is not gonna last. Right. This is not
2: gonna work."
0: There's a yeah. lot of. And then like
1: this was like six months before. You started peop- seeing people. Yeah. I
2: so I was
0: on Serato
2: and, and
1: when it's were so, you
0: on? When were you on? Two thousand. Dude, I was on, day one.
2: I was on. Period. Yeah. Day yeah, one. Like Warren's easily the first person. Day one. I was on, and yeah. I guarantee, if you guys looking through your collection, you'll yeah. see an old Cliff Notes yellow thing says Warren Peace." I guarantee If you look at the pictures, I guarantee you'll see one. Okay. See, oh yeah I, I I got got, yeah, I got them in mind. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. got them. They like how to for dummies. Yeah. The yeah. Little, the yeah. Cliff Notes. logo. Yeah. You guys have uh, a bunch. Yeah. Everyone. That's my. That's my catalog yeah so so i was day one and i have you know cis riz spin bad i showed them and they were just bugging everyone was bugging out and i remember telling everyone like this is the shit and no one was like yeah warren yeah 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 Yeah, (laughs) warren i'm like you guys don't understand this like this this is it right here yeah and uh yeah so it's
3: kind of like i I remember like i I remember i knew you were right i was like he's right but i don't want him to be right and Mm -hmm. i think that's how a lot of people felt you know what i mean it's like man like no, I'm used to doing it this way. Like I'm bringing my records, I'm buying records, and yeah. wait, now I got to start over and build up all this stuff. And what about my vinyl? And you know, do my c- CDs, whatever you whatever you play. So I like, like AM,
2: like we get AM, AM of my collection. Like we, everyone just started sharing because I was like, dude, this is gonna be it. Yeah,
3: yeah, I think in the East Coast,
0: like in New York, mm-hmm. I had M's. I had just MP3s from M's. Definitely,
2: I guarantee you.
0: Yeah. You look at it, you will see my logo because me and M's traded. M's was me
2: ems and riz and we're like the first ones to start sending stuff back and forth in
0: the beginning i think it like so it was ems it was ellie escobar okay. and i think it was todd malice and then it was me and rock the con mm-hmm. and we were the only ones on fucking serato yeah and i kept telling you yeah i think you saw me one night and you're like oh, i'm gonna get it or something uh-huh. I told you exactly what MacBook to get. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then I gave, like I literally gave all these dudes in New York my my library. Your hard drive, yeah. But it was like, and I I remember it was like a big thing like transferring the music. It was like this whole thing. Yeah. But I just remember spending probably a good, Months, yeah, just transferring CDs, tagging vinyl, yeah, mm-hmm. ripping, and yeah. then I was like, Holy shit, I can create my own extendeds now. And, yeah. uh, oh, totally, like they opened open the door. Yeah, I yeah. mean, just
3: edits, I mean, uh, God. and
0: it was just like, it, and then I instantly, when I saw it, I was like, I was actually like, fuck vinyl, right? Same because for cool. me, I was like, I don't even need to fuck with it, <laughs> totally. But I yeah. think it was rock and soul, they had like a tutorial there. Mm-hmm. and then i remember they had final scratch a couple months before mm-hmm. i looked at it i tried it, i'm like yo this shit is what and i did serato and i was like yo yeah this shit <laughs> and then i was fucking with it and i was like yo this shit is crazy yep. and i think it was before motherfuckers was using relative mode they were using yeah. absolute oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh.
0: so the guy was on absolute and i was like yo that's crazy and then when i started using it, i'm like What's relative? Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, relative is this shit. Relative they, is this? why they use why they making us use absolute." Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, this shit is absolute's yeah. whack, yo." And then yeah. I started using relative. Yeah, and then I was the cue points, and I was just like, "Yo, this is insane." Yeah, and I it was like, and I was like, "Yo, fuck records, yo." Uh, t- yeah, tooting my own horn, I really feel like
2: a pioneer with that, and yeah. I also yeah definitely man. I yeah. also like um like bringing in the controllers, like I would bring in controllers, like when as soon as they started mini map, and I was like, "Oh shit." um um direct not direct mode but the mode they called it with the you connect the cdjs with the usbs i started oh, doing right. that like because yeah, uh, i was like um i can't remember the, i don't use Serato anymore so i don't really know but it was uh it was anyway so i consider like using a controller using i, I and it i everyone would make fun Oh uh, warren is s they call it like that? yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah. HID HID mode, mode. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you know like oh, they called he called my setup a spaceship because i'd bring in you know clips and you know when yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so um yeah, I, I, I was I will say that I was, you know, and you know. The I'm first a re- time I heard you, I think
5: you were uh it had to be right when the Massacre came out by fifty cent in that first single that dropped, that little Mama show me how you move that shit. Yeah, yeah. And you doubled up on it crazy, and I was like, How the fuck did he just do doubles <laughs> on a computer <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, like I was yeah, probably like twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah I didn't he, know about instant yeah, doubles, yeah, yeah, any of that the shortcut, stuff. Boom, went, right? Yeah. Man, I, that was Cerato, crazy.
2: The prepare crate in Serato, yeah, that was me. I, I taught, AJ was his name, I taught, no, it was before AJ, Sam, I talked to Sam, I said, Sam, um, he's like, yeah, I think we're going to get rid of prepare, I'm like, no, 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 you have to keep prepare, he's like, why, and I explained why, he's like, okay, we'll keep it in, that's wow. crazy, yeah, prepare mode was, I say Ooh. prepare mode, that's well, thank it. you, thank, doing thank that. you, yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm on box now, but yeah, See, wow, says Recordbox what is and that, and it's Pioneer's version of Serato,
6: oh yeah, I got, yeah,
2: yeah, is it better? I'll tell you, I mean, I don't want to get into that now, but I'll, I'll tell you why I'm on that. Okay. It, it's, I want to say it's better, but I don't want to say it's better. Okay. So it's better for the situation I use it for.
6: Yeah, my boy Cable's on that heavy, trying to make me go. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. I'm not and you've crazy. always
2: stuck to, uh, to PC.
5: Yes, I've always you've been never, PC. Never. Never. Was that like a, just a personal preference? I've always
6: been a PC head.
2: I was like, why do I need to switch over to Mac? I just, I never saw a reason. I've always been PC
3: and that's, head. Uh, I kind of feel that way about Serato. It's like Serato's good enough. Like, I never went to Record Box because I was like, eh, I'm, I'm happy with Serato. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, like no reason to switch. Listen, like like Do you use Scratch Live or Serato? DJ uh, Pro? I use both. I do mean, you? like, I, typically I use Scratch Live. I mean, again, no reason to switch. But then I, I started doing Silence of Asano, which they have one of those like controllers. Which uses Serato DJ, so yeah. I was like, all right, I yeah. guess I gotta get Serato DJ. So, mm-hmm. you know? I'm, I'm telling you, what's yeah. gonna
2: happen is it's gonna just be like production. You know, you're right. gonna use Ableton, FL Studio, Logic, or whatever. You're gonna have Rekordbox. You're gonna have Serato. You're gonna have Denon Prime. It, it's, um, we went to Nam, and Denon Prime is showing some very promising things. Um, virtual DJ, which I've used, is not bad. Um, there's a couple other ones that are not that bad. But but
3: know? are they good? Like that's the thing is like, does it, does it is it better than Serato? Well I or mean I think box I think
2: case? it's I don't want to say it's better than Serato. I wanna say that everything is comparable to that. Like right. I miss Flip. Uh, I miss Flip and Serato. I use Flip a lot. I loved Flip and Serato. Pioneer doesn't have that. Right. But Pioneer's organization and and crate creation is beyond is incredible. The other thing with Pioneer, with Record Box is um, sometimes when I'm doing a gig, if something were to happen, I have everything on USB. I have all my crates, everything on USB. I can just use USB and, and, and do my gig if something were to happen. Yeah. So I, there's numerous reasons why. I, I, one of the main reasons is the, um, the XDJ1 controller. Uh-huh. That thing is insanely good. And you can do so much shit with that. And I was like, I need this controller. It doesn't work with Serato. And I'm going to use this. And Recordbox has been great. I have no problem. I, I only use Pioneer gear, so it. I don't run into any problems. Yeah. So I, I don't want to go. I mean, after this, I'll talk to you guys all you want about it. But no, yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: I feel like our listeners like. I feel like they get into this shit. Like they yeah. want to hear like the right, right technical right. shit. Yeah. Techie, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, I've uh,
2: I've always been I've always been. On I never the knew edge. anyone that used that. Yeah, yeah. I've
3: always been. Like, Warren's oh, always ahead of the curve. Like he, you know, I remember uh, when we were at XS. You were like, I want this to look like mission control like (laughs) like i'm commanding a spaceship you know and like you know and and you were really doing a lot of like really off the wall did you
2: ever do um with scratch live did you ever sync it with ableton no yeah i (sighs) think i used i do that all the time that that was my one of my main things sync with ableton how did you do that you just like live i would just okay so ableton's running in the background you can launch clips so i'd launch a clip of a hand clap yeah it's on time and then I would filter out a house song and just filter it in and bring it in, and so the house song's building, building, and have the clap going. So you had a backbeat to listen well, to. But you're kind
0: of like pre-mixing, right? Or you're doing it live? I'm doing, doing it all live. live. Yeah. Everything
3: is live. It was amazing. Like, like it was like, like I remember that he used like, a, I think it was a Fatman Scoop like loop of him going like,
4: Hey, Hey, Yeah, hey, I have a Fat man hey, Scoop. Hey, Hey. hey you hey. know,
3: he just had the shit looped, and then like he'd use it as a build. He'd like play a house song, and he like, you know. Cross fade over, and then it's just the hey hey hey, back to the house song. I and mean, people were like like losing the shit. Yeah. yeah so I I was always nobody's nobody's doing shit like that. I was always yeah. doing yeah. like. I mean, that's like. like
0: real house mixing, you know. It's I mean, like it, what, yeah, you it's, what you it's, would it's, do with like four CDJs. Yeah. You know, I and mean, yes, yeah, I mean? it's, yeah.
3: it's real very very Warren's a very very technical DJ. Not not so much on like the scratching, like like be yeah, junky no. kind of way, but just more of like oh like how can I use this? How can I freak this technology to like do some different shit and like
0: yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, uh, since we're, uh, what do you call it?
3: I, I do want to get back a little bit to
0: uh, hip-hop site a yeah. little bit. Okay. And then I want to go back to excess, Sure. Okay. Uh, what do you call it? Were you guys, during the mashup era, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys were the, like, you and Dave Fogg were the Inhumans? And DJ Destroyer and Chris, DJ Miracle. Destroyer. Oh, Chris Miracle. yeah. yeah. And yeah. then those are, like, the first, one of the first mashup I was trying to figure it out with Never, right? hmm Yeah. Because I know Stretch had... The, the, the ACDC with, the AC the AC with Eminem
2: and then right. and Missy Elliott, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we we were like again, and I'll say this loud: we were the pioneer, not pioneers, but we were the, some of the biggest ones doing it because we started going. You know what? Stretch would take um, the acapella and just loop ACDC. I said yeah. we need to incorporate more elements of the two yeah. together. And if you go back, listen to the Fifty Inch Nails or uh, any of ones we did on that album, mm-hmm. you'll see the two. Going back and forth. Well, I,
0: feel, I think 50 Inch Nails was one of the most, like, that
3: was the it. illest masterpieces yeah. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that's, I mean, I can't take any credit for that. That's, that's all really What well, year was that? Yeah. Whatever year in the club came yeah. out. Yeah. It was 2002. Uh, <laughs> uh, 2003. I was trying, yeah, we were trying yeah. to
0: figure it out because I did a couple joints for the rub, the rub, and they did It's the Motherfucking Remix, and mm-hmm. they pressed up. I remember that. But mm-hmm. that was like 03. Mm hmm. No, no. I think it was oh three, oh four, because I used the 03 Bonnie and Clyde acapella, so it had to be sometime between two thousand three and two thousand four.
1: I'm gonna say it was two thousand three, but
0: so it was then. It was but you guys that. did it like two thousand two, three, or three? it was early. It was uh, yeah.
2: And, and the reason, keep in mind, the reason we had to do we did mashups. The main reason is because you couldn't play hip hop in the club. <laughs> You couldn't play
5: So that was the happy medium You
2: couldn't play Think about Think about all the promotion You don't remember They would be like House music Top 40 And mashups Remember seeing mashups The word hip hop But we we were
1: still playing hip hop though Because I
2: came to Vegas in 2003
1: And I was playing hip hop at light
2: Okay,
6: maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. But you know what? Sounds like the, uh, your your production sounds like that Jay Z and Lincoln Park album together. Yeah, yeah, and that, that, way that way was before. a direct result. Right that that yeah. was because
3: like, that's when mashups were like hot. You oh, know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And like, and so that was. But we weren't calling yeah. it
0: mashups. So you saying you we? couldn't promote hip
5: hop? You maybe like never yeah, yeah. said you were playing it, but you couldn't promote. Oh, you could never pro-
2: exactly. Yeah. You could can not promote. promote it. But you look at those old flyers. It says mashups. Always yeah. says mashups. But mashups the, was a code word for hip
0: hop. In the Inhumans, <laughs> Inhumans <the> hu- <laughs> in <laughs> vinyl, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, did it say mashup on it?
3: No, no. Satanic mashups. Did, yeah, did that was it the did, album. Yeah. It did the album's name was Satanic. We called it Satanic mashups. Yeah.
0: Where did that mashup term come from?
3: UK started. UK. That's the UK thing. Yeah. So I mean, they were doing it over there. But not like in a party rock sense. Yeah, it you know was, what I mean. It was more like what was the name of that group? They used to put out CDs. Too many DJs. There no, well, yeah, no, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were just doing it on some like you know like oh like here's
1: it sounded kind of sloppy. But yeah,
3: it was it was more <laughs> it, but 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 that, but UK has a totally different sound. Yeah, that's a whole yeah, too, yeah. for 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 clubs. You know yeah. what I mean? So
0: so then so then humans uh, satanic mashups came out mm. and then I think. The whole mashup era started taking over the nightclubs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. were you doing that? Were you mixing that into raw at the time? Because you were still at no, raw no, in two thousand three, Because, because
2: raw—I right? mean, raw on a Saturday, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, raw on a Thursday was hip hop.
3: It was just all hip hop, and, and, yeah. and the and fog th- was heavy on it. Like f- rock fog box, was very heavy like, on it rock box at uh, Voodoo. Was it? Was it the well, he taboo. was he, he was
2: heavy into because his thing he played a lot. That's of That's right, rock. taboo and MGM. Taboo. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, and he, he was very heavy and like he was really into that. And I mean, we were too, but I mean, Thursday was just hip hop, and you know, Billy and Dwayne let us play what the fuck we wanted
0: to play. So then, uh, yo D, you was you was mentioning um at like uh at Raw when you were checking it out, mm. it was like hood.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. hood in the sense um, that it was just all hip hop, and I think that. It was nothing I'd ever seen before like that in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, I think, barely turning 21 going in there, and, like, you would be playing, like, Too Short, Mystical, Snoop,
2: Oh, that was Ivan. all I played? It was hip-hop. Yeah. Like, that's, I played the pop, the, the stuff you saw videos for and the stuff you played in the car, yeah. I played in the club.
5: Like, the parties you would have, like, for, like, during Magic.
2: Oh, yeah. Um epic parties.
5: Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think agree. you guys did an LRG party one time. Yeah. It was, like, insane. Like, wall-to-wall insane. It's,
2: so, it's... Okay, so, again, with that, like, hip-hop was a bad word. They let us play it. And maybe when, when he started coming out, like, it did get hood. Yeah, yeah. And I will admit that. Like, Thursday started getting hood. But I think that's just the evolution of anything. The totally when the you evolution. you play hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It just... Everyone it just gets starts...
0: Sometimes it just gets quote, what they would call quote-unquote You can hood. say the same yeah, thing
2: yeah. with house music. All of a sudden, the druggies start showing up. Like, you can say that with anything. Yeah. Like, it just starts... But, um... One of the cool things about raw was, and not to stay on this too much, but this all the stri- for Vegas, all the strippers would come in on a Friday because Friday, Saturday is the money day. They start hearing about raw, and they're like, "We're coming in on a Thursday." So Thursday, we'd have all the strippers, hookers, everything were there. So yo, you had you had a like it was like you had a good ass like like
3: it was a scene, yeah. It was, it was like, beautiful, yeah. And yeah. a lot of, a lot you of, of colorful characters
0: there. Yeah, good yeah. ass <laughs>
4: night. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Literally, <laughs> exactly.
6: That's yeah,
0: man. So when, so when, ultimately, when they made the decision to like say like no more hip hop here, and then they let you go, mm-hmm. where where did you end up?
2: Uh, we ended up trying to do our own thing at Planet Hollywood. I couldn't get hired anywhere because um, my name was tainted, quote unquote. You were the what, like a hip hop? I DJ? was a hip hop guy. I'm going to bring. There's going to be fights, blah blah blah. And the other place that was doing hip hop, mm. the DJ. I was better than them, so they didn't want... You know how the DJ... Right, right. You know, so I... They didn't want me, you know. The, the worst thing ever is to ask another DJ for about a gig, so... Right. Like, you know, I just... I was unhireable. I really was, because no one was gonna... Even though I could draw, no one was gonna hire me. Opium was the black... It was like the, the hood club, or black club, we wanna call it. I started yeah. working there just on a Thursday, but they had their... That's where and started. They had their own thing, so I just kinda... I filtered out of that, and I knew that I needed to... Um, I was like, this isn't working, especially in this town. Like, I am, I am, the, like, I am, I am, my name is horrible in this town. It was great around the world, but in this town, it was horrible. I just, it was hard for me to get hired. So I started doing all 80s at Polyester, is that Stratosphere? Mm,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I really, like, I mastered my 80s shit, like, big time there. And then, um, polyester, to, segue, to segue, to segue, <laughs> to segue, to Wait, wait,
4: wait,
0: wait. Let's go back to Polyester. Where, yeah. where was that? Stratosphere and it had theme rooms, right? Yeah. Like the 70s. So so
2: when I first started, the guy was like, okay, well, you spend eighties up until like midnight, then you play whatever you want. I said, but you have those other rooms. I'm playing 80s all night. So you're not playing 80s all night. Uh, I'm like, dude, I know 80s. He said, you're not playing. I played 80s all night. Ask DJ Fabian or anyone else in the other rooms. I would mm-hmm. clear their rooms out playing 80s. Nothing beta 80s. I would my room would be packed and their rooms would be dead. And that was a challenge every night. I was like, I'm going to fuck up all these other rooms. Watch this. Just playing 80s. And I would play from New Wave to fucking, you know, R&B. Like, I would just play the whole hip-hop, everything. Anything 80s, I touched. That's a great name for a they had, no.
1: I had one in New York, Polyester. That's
0: such a great it name. It was right
1: next to um Disco Rama.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, um, off of Houston, was it? Yeah.
1: No, um, I'm thinking
0: of something else.
1: Off of... On Christopher
0: Street. So, uh, oh shit, I don't t- know.
2: T- t- in the village, in the deep village. To segue, <laughs> to segue, to to keep this moving. Segue in the Tryst. So, um, yeah,
0: Trist opened two
2: thousand five. Piso right? was spinning mm-hmm. a Trist Well, wait, wait, you got go to go back to Lebet real quick. Oh,
3: jeez. Yeah. So, so there was the. Yeah. the, yeah. the Thank God, first God pre- pre, Yeah. Pre <laughs> pre there was Lebet. That was pre Victor Dre's Right. Right. Yeah. we were in Lebet, and
2: basically they were. We didn't quote unquote. Wait, what is Lebet? What was Lebet? Was Trist
3: Was what Trist yeah, yeah. Well, it
2: was Trist. trist. Oh, in the yeah. win. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I didn't know that. I thought that yeah. was just Trist. No, it, it yeah, was yeah.
2: lebet, But it was
3: only like three months or something. It right? was. It was
2: it like was four. Or five. It just wasn't done yeah. right. And yeah. they brought in Jesse and Cy and and Victor came in. Right. And I, ba- they basically let me and me and Bob were doing. They basically let us go. And uh, they wouldn't. Pa- they wouldn't pay us what they wanted. Oh, so
0: you were at Labette. I was at Labette. Right. And
2: okay, that, that's when I was just trying to. Gra- I was still a polyester, so I was just. So trying I got to gra- a question. I, I just
0: want to get into the psyche of this because I, I think, I think we've all like all of us DJs. We've gone through a period where we weren't working, right? Yeah, and then maybe we felt like, you know, at a time, not that we were blackballed, but maybe like people were just not fucking with us, mm-hmm. and maybe the the music scene changed and shit like that. So, like, what was going on in your head, like? And then how did you like? How did you like keep going? Do you know what I'm saying? Like because sometimes you could like I know some DJs that went through a depressive state. Um, that, like, well, they uh, about that about time, yeah.
2: about that time, Kevin Scott hit me up and said, "Want me help me out with DMS?" When the, and DMS is the uh, online record. pool. Right, Direct he Music Service. Mm-hmm. So he called me up and started wanting me help me out with that. I think we were hip hop site was starting to fade. Yeah, I think we were going still, into the digital.
3: No, 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 we hadn't gone yet because because when so, when I went to Trist that's when hip-hop site was still going strong
2: so that was happening and i was kind of done with hip-hop just i i wasn't that much of a fan anymore so i started listening to a lot of bbc that's when sirius xm still had bbc radio Mm -hmm. one yeah yeah Yeah, so i started listening to a lot of bbc and sirius and xm were separate yes yes yes, yeah yeah Yeah. so so um i started listening and i really started getting into a lot of annie mac a lot of Tong, a lot of house because i was always in the house i said oh let me go back to this and then going back to my buddy Cat Thomas and KOUC, I asked, hey, can me and Dave, can we do a house show? He's like, yeah, sure.
0: Did you feel like you had to separate yourself from hip hop?
2: I felt that this was a good move and I really liked house music and I was like, fuck it. Let's, I've been on the radio. Radio was, ra- you know, you talk about like dark moment. Yeah. Radio was always my salvation because it didn't matter. All I had to do was play the hits. And on the hits, or, uh, you know, it didn't matter what the color yeah. was. It was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah. So
4: mm-hmm.
2: I felt that I could go on radio and play and be what I wanted to be.
4: So I mean, still,
0: it sounds like a lot of shit's
3: going on.
1: Dude,
0: it's the same amount. Yeah, of, yeah, but I
3: think that's, that's you know. It's Vegas. You always have, lot. like, a side hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, and that that's one of the things I've learned. Like, you know, as long as you always have your foot in something else, like, like when shit dries up, then, yeah. you know, you fall back on that.
2: So, so we had Labatt, um, they let let us go at Labatt. Um it became Trist. Became yeah. Trist. Pizzo got hired at Trist. Yeah. It was Dave, Justin Hoffman,
3: right? Yeah, so I was Dave. opening for Hoffman, and Fogg, Dave Fogg was doing, like, Saturdays.
2: And the credit to Dave Fogg, he was holding out. Like, Dave was like, he wa- they wanted Dave bad, but they weren't going to take me. And Dave was like, I'm not going to work there because they're not taking you. And then they kept egging him on. I said, dude, we've held out long enough. Go work. Like. You yeah.
3: Know, go. Yeah. So, it, so I mean, like in a nutshell, like you know, I was opening for Hoffman and Fog, and then you know how those things work. Like eventually, someone leaves, and then now you're headlining. You know what I mean? And like you know, you know the well the room well enough, and now you can do it. You mm-hmm. know. So those were like some. I I would say those were some of my first like headlining gigs. You know what I mean? at Yeah. Trist. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I and mean, I'd done like a bunch of parties and smaller caramel lounges and Utopias and things like that, uh-huh. but you know. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a it was a weird DJ booth too because you guys were like yeah, Tris away, yeah. Tris initially was like in a wall. Yeah. All of them yeah. were though. Yeah. All of yeah, yeah. them except Ra. Yeah. All of them
3: were yeah.
4: back then, hidden yeah. in the corner.
0: So you couldn't even really see the whole room. You could only like yeah. kind of see the you center could see of the room. Like,
4: right? Yeah,
3: yeah. It was like it's like it was like putting on like VR goggles. Like you, you couldn't see <laughs> yeah. like your peripherals, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah
2: of crazy. But all of them were like that. That was the norm. Really? Yeah. yeah Raw yeah.
3: was the exception. That
2: was the norm. Light, light be, wasn't like light that. Light wasn't though. like that. Uh, what about six
6: six two?
2: Even Jet. We were in jet the was jet jet wasn't like that.
6: You know, yeah, Tao yeah. was this up. Is also Tao before, was way
3: up in the treehouse. Yeah. Pure like, was like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, the, the, the spotlight wasn't on the DJ at that at time. time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you couldn't think if you put AM at Trist at that time. And like everybody would be like up against the thing trying to watch him and there'd be nowhere to walk, it'd be like a fire hazard. Like you wouldn't yeah. able, it wouldn't it wouldn't even be possible. Yeah. You yeah. know. I mean, and that's when they started to build the stage. So basically like when we started to like I, I think you know, I I eventually Dave Fogg was music director at some point. I mean Hoffman had it first, then Fogg had it, then I had it. And I think when wow. I was over there I put like Beat Breaker in there, did De- Deville maybe and you know that was when we started. They started go like, oh, like we're bringing a DJ. Like, let's build the stage. So they had like this Red Bull stage, and they'd like build it every night. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, yeah. You know,
0: hey, around this time though, with everyone going to Serato, yeah. Right. And did you sense at some point you're like, yo, this hip hop site shit. Where are we gonna go with this?
4: <sighs>
3: yes and no, because I wasn't really <coughs> afraid about the the people stop. Shopping for vinyl for us because we had such a huge fan base of people ordering right nonfiction CDs. Well, when you know did you mean? start seeing the sales go but, down? Yeah, yeah. So, so when uh basically it was Napster. So not so much Serato. I mean, Serato was like one piece of it, but like oh. Napster and then LimeWire. When like you know Mob hey, Deep, yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like all. when yeah, cause uh, all of them. So when when like you started seeing like Mob Deep murder music leak like six weeks before it's out, and we're trying to take pre-orders. Right, it's like oh, pre-orders are done for that because the album's yeah. leaked, you know, and it's it was and, and shit was leaking like super yeah. early, yeah. like yeah. Super because there you know p- they, they, this was unprecedented. Like when I had a leak of De La Stake's High in '96, <laughs> I was like the only person that yeah. had yeah. it. Warren had it, and it was it didn't move quick enough. Of course, it when was cassette when tape, right because yeah. it's a cassette yeah. tape, right? And like yeah, so but when Mobb Deep album leaks and there's Kazaa and LimeWire and all this shit, yeah. like it's spreading like wildfire, and then it's done you know what I mean so that hit us like super hard and then we started to see like okay we used to move 500 copies of an album or a thousand copies now we're moving like a hundred and then getting stuck with like all this dead stock and back stock and so shit you can't it, return was it did, w- did it happen faster than you imagined or did you <sighs> sense it and you're like yo we have to do damage control right I, now? I actually remember a day where I was like what is going on like we, we, we routinely did like a hundred you know 80 to 100 orders a day and like on a great day like 150 200 i remember one day i had like 30 orders i was like what like 30 i was like what's going on and then it just kept happening like like every day that after the like, norm that became the 30 orders 40 orders we're like yo where's the 100 where's the 150 <laughs> And it just kept going, and so So it went down like literally seventy percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like people, people were basically like, "Oh, I'm not into CDs anymore. Like, I got an iPod. Like, I'm, you know." That's crazy. So then, so then,
0: instantly in in your head, what were you thinking? Were you like, "Well, we have to downsize our orders."
3: yeah i mean like you know well, we you thinking, they tried like, to fight it the best we could but like eventually it was like it, we just couldn't we
0: had to
2: let go of staff yeah the, like, i mean like, it was okay, like oh right. yeah, yeah yeah so
3: then we then we thought like well, we'll do like a digital music store and i remember ian at at, at itunes was like oh shit hip-hop site's doing a digital music store <laughs> and he was like you know he was Rick he started apple music all that stuff but yeah. he was like you remember he told john bauer he was like I'm afraid if those guys start, but he didn't know we had no like real capital or anything, you know yeah. So like the digital music store, it's like we we did we made a little bit of noise with it But like you then know, Amazon I, came in. Yeah, Amazon. Bam. Oh, yeah, and then Amazon with a 99 cent mp3 Yeah, so it was like all right. All right, this is you know, it's a wrap, you know, that's crazy so yeah. You kind of did you
5: guys almost spark the brain from Apple?
3: No, no Apple iTunes was first. Yeah, but okay. but basically like they iTunes were, wasn't mainstream yet. Right. You know they yeah. were
0: a little threatened by you guys. But yeah that's,
3: yeah, that's that's I mean that's what I heard through the grapevine. Yeah. From from uh Small J, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 But I mean like why were they threatened by us? <laughs> Just yeah. cuz we knew what we were doing. We that's had a it. brand. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. They, we had a brand. We had a successful customer base and we knew what we were doing. The thing is you know like uh, if if you could, like, back then, you could have, like, went to an
0: investor, gotten a couple hundred thousand, and had him yeah. invest into well, it, we, right? we tried. It wouldn't go, have been enough.
2: We did go to an investor, and we, yeah, we like tried. Yeah, like, we had some capital, and, small and we, capital. Yeah, and writers. we pitched it, but it's just, dude, I remember when I was Amazon. <laughs> Oh, and all was, the stuff we we're posting, right. and we were in me and Pete's on separate offices. I remember looking in this be uh, in my office and I'm posting. I look he we posted something and then Pete, and then I'd look it up on amazon. it was ninety nine cents and it was posted already. like, right. like and like the they had, the had that fu- shit automated, yes. too. So
3: it was taking us like several hours to update the digital store. Like it was painful, yeah, you know, like twelve hours, you know? and then like, Amazon would be like boop, and then like they've just like they they'd like import it, yeah, like automatic. I mean, and it was they just, yeah. ingest it all, yeah, was ingested all. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, that, and
2: I remember sitting there going, "We can't. We're not going to win. Like we have iTunes and Amazon. Right. But this is not going
3: to work. Yeah. But I mean, we. So once we decided to shut down operations, like Warren so, was, was like,
0: that the point where you're like, "We should shut this down?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we like, yeah. It's just it was it's like it dried up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was like a ton of stock that and we it, couldn't was get rid it of. was it just. Pretty
0: quick though, the way it happened. Like,
3: yeah, I'd say it's pretty quick. Months, right? Yeah, I mean, wow, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like again, it's like, you know, y- you got to remember, it's like the market changed drastically. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, let's like, think about like the flip phone market, and then the iPhone comes out. It's like, all right, flip phones are done. You know what I mean? Like, right. or Fast. the two way pager is a yeah. yeah. better example. You know what I mean? Like, when people just are like, oh, that's that's old and that's done that technology is outdated you know what i mean this is what we're using now you know like oh i can get all my music for free and i can hold it in my hand and i don't have to cds yeah. don't get scratched yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah. i mean it's just yeah it was so, so, so it changed everything yeah
0: so do uh, you still have some vinyl in storage or anything or
3: so basically you know the long depressing part about closing hip-hop site was like trying to get rid of The vinyl, all the dead stock, you know. So we did like fifty percent, seventy percent, eighty percent, you know. Oh my god! And then like I remember we had like maybe I don't know seventeen hundred pieces left, and DJP was like, "I'll buy it." (laughs) DJP, I was like, like, "All right, come on down." DJP, incidentally, (laughs) he he refused,
0: and it was weird. He was he was the protege of Z Trip, right? (laughs) They worked together. They they worked together. Yeah, and they did uneasy ever. listening together. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then and DJP was the last. He never went to Serato. He, to this day, he probably not on Serato. He I know. probably still. I remember when on vinyl. Moon was open, and he had a residency at Moon. Yeah, and he was still on, and that was maybe two thousand eight. When was Moon? Yeah, I remember. No, like it was earlier. It was uh, earlier. But, but it, it was open it could it. Have again. Been 2008. That's, that's like you and know. Again, he was like still
3: on vinyl.
1: Like I said, he could still. He's probably still on vinyl right now.
3: That's crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> that that's but that's actually playing. in fashion now. If you're on on yeah. vinyl right now, you know what yeah, I mean. Like for this kind of, time <laughs> <my car>. so, <laughs> you know, if my crystal ball was working back then, I would I would have been like, oh yeah, like there's gonna be a <laughs> vinyl resurgence, it, yeah, yeah. and I would have like cut all the CDs and just done vinyl <laughs> <laughs> and became like a used vinyl. You know, yeah, but yeah. obviously we couldn't that, see that. That,
0: that storage would have killed you every yeah. year. Yeah, that would have been nuts. Yeah,
3: but I mean the profit margin on used vinyl is kind of high. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even no, even back then, like you could still. You could buy a collection for five hundred and make like twenty five hundred yeah. off it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know. I didn't even know that. That's yeah.
0: Crazy. Yeah. 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 I got a, I got a ton of vinyl. I gotta get rid of. Oh, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. I think I was let's smart. Let's talk, talk or call. I, or start, I
2: started. getting rid of my vinyl when we were still selling vinyl because I was just like, dude, I don't want all this shit anymore. Yeah. So, 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 so you have no more vinyl. So yeah, that's I have two rows like this big, about this tall and this. Wow,
1: that's, that's it.
3: it. Yeah, yeah, and I did the same I did, the same. I did the same. I not. I do not nope it was Don't about care. like really yeah, really yeah. It, it became a space thing and like a uh you know do i want to move this every time i move you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. Oh, carry the shit upstairs and like you have six thousand eight thousand records it's a pain that's the worst yeah. yeah and then you're like all right i would i just want to keep you know this this amount you know what i mean right, right. 120 pieces or 300 yeah, pieces yeah. whatever it is it's yeah. fucking sad man yeah
0: huh. I, I, I was, we were, i was doing research and i actually saw like like i guess the announcement like it was 19 years huh oh Something yeah but like that. that's
3: later later so that's when i so i kept the site running yeah, after Pies we closed at, the yeah. store kind of like a blog though right? yeah, yeah yeah so more like album reviews and you know new music and stuff and and that was cool because that is basically what led into medium you know what i mean with like so basically you know i started explain out explain that a little bit yeah so. okay so you know when I started writing album reviews, I was like 18 years old, 19 years old, like no credibility, right? Just like a kid who liked stuff or didn't like stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, you know, I basically did these album reviews the entire run of Hip Hop Site. Um, and so, even after that, we closed the the shop. So even when I'm like full fledged into like DJing and traveling as a DJ and all that shit, I'm still doing album reviews for Hip Hop Site. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've written like 2500 album reviews. Like it's really really weird <laughs> and obsessive. Um, but basically, uh, where was I going with this? Um, oh yeah, yeah yeah. So so so, so 2500. Know, yeah, I've written like 25 album 2500 album reviews. So so, in that period, like I just became really knowledgeable about music, mm-hmm. and I learned how to write because I've done it so many times. Like the 10,000 hours of practice thing. Right. You know what I mean? So like. In my days when I wasn't like DJing at clubs, I was working on hip hop site and writing. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's like 19 years have passed and I'm like a good writer and I've interviewed Guru and, you know, I've right. got like all this, like, all these like stripes in the like hip hop journalism world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, Shecky got approached by Medium to do the music publication there. And I was like just kind of like at the tail end of like Trist was closing and like my time was done there. And, I left Trist and it was like right at that same time he's like hey do you want to you know join me at this medium you know and medium is basically a writing platform created by Ev Williams who created Twitter so he basically kind of was like oh well Twitter's my short form thing let's do a long form thing so people don't have to do like Twitter rants you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so he created this elegant writing platform so I joined Shecky over there and then you know kind of getting under Sheck's wing, like I learned to be an even better writer, you know what I mean? Because he was like holding me to like a higher standard, you know and what like I mean? Some, like an editorial, right? Right, because he has a magazine yeah. background, and like you know, so so then you know, really quick, I picked it up like really quickly. I mean, like I already was a decent writer, but I learned how to write on like th- that level, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you're dealing with like Twitter people, and that and was
0: like Q Points, or, or yeah, yeah. That,
3: so we started the music publication, it was Q Point. Um, and we ran that for a good like two years. Um, and then midway through that, like medium kind of had like all these like pivots where they were like, oh, we're gonna go this direction, we're gonna go that direction. yeah. And then like, you know, eventually that came to like, all right, we're cutting all these departments, you know? And then QPoint is like one of those departments. But, but the nice thing was uh, Ev Williams gave us QPoint. So he was like, all right, look, like you guys did excellent with this. Like it's yours, take it. So we still technically own QPoint and we, you know, we can publish on it if we want, but now we're all too busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, but you, I, I, I was looking it up, and you guys have this actually a great YouTube show. Yeah, uh, let the record show. Yeah, and it's it's pretty amazing. So I, I'll let you explain the basis around it, but uh, it's basically you just wanted to approach like interviewing in a different way. Yeah. Right?
3: So I mean, a lot of things inspired it. Like I did this video on YouTube like maybe three, four years ago when I was like no, it was probably like six years ago. But when I was like in nightlife and DJing like regularly, you know, and I was just trying to create content to like, you know, get my brand personal brand out there. Yeah. So like, I've got my favorite records of my collection and Mm -hmm. I like showed each one and talked about each one. Yeah. And then I started just thinking about like the interview, you know, approach in general. And like, you know, I think we've gotten to, you know, the way that information moves so fast now we've gotten to everything's like top of the timeline. Like, you know, uh kesha's beefing with so-and-so and and, you know uh, drake is beefing you know and it's all like well what happened next what happened next and it's like where's the response record and and it just devolves content into being like you know what's going to get the most clicks tonight today and tomorrow and you're already if you're on this you're already late
0: and i actually like what you also said it's like uh these people don't even do interviews unless they have to push something new right right and then like so this artist has a new album right she's answering the same questions yeah. at For like every, five five different right. you know every yeah and, and they're then,
3: all like oh so well, you know what's up with you and so and so are you <laughs> are you guys gonna have a baby soon and it's just like it's so boring and everyone's then, trying and to and get the that artist doesn't even want to talk about right that on. shit right they don't,
0: and they've, they've said it
3: like thirty thousand right. times right right and like yeah and you know even when we interviewed dizzy Wright, he's like yeah when i go to mtv they're like yeah we know you already answered this question for hot 97 but we want you to answer it again and when yeah. you answer it say it this way you know yeah and it's like okay <laughs> so you know we we kind of I, I took what you know i learned at Qpoint point was like you know quality content is gonna find an audience you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so like especially evergreen content like if you create something like this is, podcast is a good example like this isn't necessarily dated we're having like a deep discussion with many levels on it right mm-hmm. so like if you listen to this out this podcast a year from now it's still going to have value versus like if you're asking you know ja rule about the fire festival which mm-hmm. is going to be old news in a month right, right, right. you know what i mean yeah. so with let the record show we basically you know i took that idea of that that initial kind of pilot that i did where i was just showing my own records and i was like you know it'd be really dope to do something where we're interviewing the artist about their favorite records you know what i mean so we got Talib Kweli, like, and and I had I had, you know, Warren and I together. We'd both built so many relationships. I mean, we've been in mm-hmm. the music industry, you know, twenty I plus. I mean, your
0: your lineup is like really impressive. Oh, thank yeah. You. Yeah, 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 it's Thanks. crazy. You got yeah. uh, Chromio on there. Yeah, yeah, Evidence. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Floshe Damas. Yeah, I, you got Bob James. I don't know how to fuck that. Yeah. up. yeah. I, <laughs> mean, <laughs> I mean, but but it's, yeah. but it's yeah. how, it's, how I mean, did that happen? Look, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> all it's all. But it's, it's you, like, they give you a list of, like, 10 records? What is yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So
3: basically what they do in most cases is they give us a list of their favorite songs of all time. Yeah. We try to track down everything on vinyl yeah. and then, like, play the records and then have them talk about it. And what it does is, you know, you, the artist kind of drops the facade of, like, you know, the celebrity. You know, They, start yeah, they to, turn uh, into, like, kids. Right. They yeah. turn yes. into kids. Yes. Yes. They start talking yes. about their childhood. They start talking about how they felt. Yeah, right, the, the w- you know, w-
0: the wall immediately right, drops right. on.
3: They start, you know, and, yeah. and and we're seeing people get like teary eyed, yeah. like like li- people are like literally like, oh man, like this is, oh. it's a, it's kind of oh. dramatic, though, yeah, because it's yeah. like
0: uh, they're like, uh, well, this is one of your records. Th- they mm-hmm. take the they take the record out the sleeve and then they you know they put the record on, on and yeah. then the needle hits and then they just listen it yeah. listen to it. But and it it's, and a start, great, it's a it's yeah, a great and idea. And, and, and yeah, but but
3: is, interestingly definitely. enough, it's like you're getting the artist's story. Yeah, so it's like they're starting to tell you about their childhood or like they, they where they were. This right, right, and so they start to yeah, there. you start to understand the artist as a person more. Yeah, not as like the the facade that they're that they've put out there, or the record labels put out there. Right, right. You know what I mean? So. You know, to answer your question on Bob James, like you know, again, it's it's all connections. Like you know, we've we've been doing this so long that we know someone who knows someone. Right. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh yeah, he manages such and such, and like, oh let's call him and see if he'll do the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and it's. go
2: ahead. I just want to say that like he's given he's not giving himself enough credit. Like this is Pizo's Oh yeah, doing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pizzo basically said you want to do the show, and it's like yeah, it's cool. And he's like, and he has just ran with it. Yeah. And, so I, and he's just basically that, just pulled me along. Like, yeah. and we're like, okay, this is gonna work. And um, back to what you were saying about like being a real show, and and like the, showing the the real person from the, yeah. the artist. Uh, one of the um, one of the next ones that's coming up is Just Blaze, right. and I'm not going to give it away, but there's a part in there where we play a record, and he just just stops, like he's just like just just froze, Damn. and he was just like, why? We were like, why this record? And he was like. This record was the first re- record I heard on the mixtape that introduced me to this, mm-hmm. and it's the most out. It's the most out of bounds, uh, weird record ever. And Red. the story how we got it is even. I don't want to give it away, so I want yeah. everyone to watch it. But it was. It's a perfect example. Like he just slumped down in his chair and just was frozen for like five seconds. Yeah, or and maybe.
3: he's like, he's like, this is a bit of a tearjerker. Yeah, wow, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, you know, but it's that's awesome. Like. Like, come on, isn't that what we, you know, I always think back to that SNL sketch where like, you know, the dude's like, uh, they're making fun of like 2020 or something Uh and he's trying to get them to cry, you know, (laughs) he's doing the interview (laughs) and then like next thing you know, they pan, he's got the tear gas, he's wearing a (laughs) gas mask, you know, but I mean like, that's what you want. You want, you know, you want to get, you want people to like open up and give you the real story because there's 10,000 interviews of bullshit where they're, you know, giving the the pre-programmed you know answer that the PR person told them to say Definitely, you know what I mean yeah. and, and and you know so we just wanted to like do some honest interviewing and honest you know and, and that's and he, an extension of of what I was doing at Q point you know but, but in that it was written so I was like okay like how can we do this on video and make it cool and, and mm-hmm. unique you know and you started it fairly early like 2016 right yeah yeah so yeah. Talib Kweli was the first Person to get on the show, uh-huh. and you know, again, like that—that that was you know because of hip hop site and, and DJing and all these things. You know, we know a lot of these guys. You know what I mean? Like it's—it's it's, you know you you know and and it's sometimes it's weird. It's like oh, like I haven't talked to Eminem in 19 years. Will he do the show? I don't uh-huh. know. But you know, it's like but like a track's a good example of that. Right like example. I hadn't seen him in like six or seven years. He hits me up out of the blue. Like hey, I'm coming. You know, in into Vegas and. Uh, with Dame and he needs a studio with Cameron and do you know a studio and I was like yeah you know and hooked him up and I was like hey would you do the show pitched him on it yeah I'll do it you know what I mean so and and,
2: and like these guys like a track would hit me like he hits me randomly once every two months or so hey do you have a instrumental for this record and I'll basically just go find it uh, here you go you know mm-hmm. or like um, he was doing a what was it he was doing a uh, a hip hop set. Like yeah, a whole yeah, school yeah, like, like a, it
3: was like Boiler Room or something. Like yeah. yeah and yeah.
2: and he's like, Do you have like I need and Backpack I get I think yeah. I gave him like twenty five gig of like old like <laughs> Really? Yeah, <sighs> like like just because we started doing Word Up again. So I started getting like really beefing up my you Know classic hip hop, so mm-hmm. I said, Here you go, dude. There's like 25 gig of
6: wow, like,
4: man.
2: and he was just like, Whoa, like, so yeah.
6: now I gotta sort through all this, shit. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, but but I'm telling you right now, if he ever wanted to do a 90s like hip hop, he's got it, all. <laughs> wow, yeah.
3: I mean, I, and I think also, like, you know, we, we're, we're kind of at the point where we're trusted, you know what I mean? Like, you know, as 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 you know, guys who've been doing this for so long. It's like you know, someone like A Track knows we're not gonna. He's not gonna come on our show, and we're gonna ask him about who he's dating, or right, right, you know, yeah. like it's it's we don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like that stuff is irrelevant to well, us. Well, you're bringing it back to like the essence of right, why, right. why you became who the fuck you are right, right now. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah. you know, also, you know, like I, I, it also plays into my like love for music and and vinyl. You know, which I've kind of like found again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. after like selling my collection starting the show up and being like oh you know what i actually need that and yeah, then i'm cool. like and I, and i need the japanese press <laughs> and <laughs> you know and so so yeah now i'm like rebuilding my record collection because it's just you know it's we, we need it for the show yeah 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 that's fucking dope mm-hmm. yeah
0: uh, you guys had like a couple gaps like you had like a you had 2016 you did like talib Kwali. yeah and then you did like a couple in 2017. Yeah, yeah so
3: okay yeah so it went like but then it
0: seemed like it 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 was moving
3: more like you started
0: being more uh like consistent consistent to the last year right right
3: Right. so basically like in a nutshell um so after the medium thing like kind of fell off like i started freelancing like writing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i was like oh shit like i gotta do something i wrote i wrote a story uh for complex.com about reef dispensary because they have the the deal with wiz khalifa that story went viral, and, like, you know, basically, I s- kind of sensed a vibe at Reef. And so they called me back because they were going to have Snoop in there and some NFL players. And they're like, hey, do you want to cover this? I was like, oh, yeah, all right. And I went down there and covered that.
0: Yeah, Reef, by the way, is a huge dispensary. The dispensary. Yeah. It's
3: a legal cannabis uh, dispensary in Nevada. It's recreational out here. It's legal, the whole thing. But it's
0: But they have their own grow uh, grow yeah one of the few motherfuckers that have they yeah. do grow right
3: it's a it's a vertically integrated cultivation which means they grow the weed under the same roof that they sell it under yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's pretty crazy so since since the vibe and i was like you know what i'm gonna send a resume over here because like this is a once a lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and kind of made the pitch to kind of you know join the marketing side of things yeah they hired me so I was like, okay, this is. Yeah, it's weird. I started seeing you like yeah.
0: in like uh, laboratory coats. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, totally.
3: Because you know, like you, the plants. Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It went from hip hop site yeah. to like the weed spot. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, it's also kind of like my. You know, I've always been kind of like, and Warren will tell you like i kind of go all in on stuff yeah like so without a doubt yeah like hip-hop site's proof of that my djing is proof of that uh you know let the record show reef all of it it's like when i when i, I stories before that what yeah are you talking about it's <laughs> like when i when i kind of like see something and i'm like oh i'm gonna do that and then i like and then i just go once and then like pe- I,
2: once piezo focuses on something forget it yeah it's just yeah. like forget like it. like no no i'm doing this forget, and
3: like I mean, forget and, it's, it. and i get
6: like tunnel vision and, yeah. and
3: then i'm just like like really like forget it yeah
6: though. it's like I mean, we can tell because you made a, your own record store in your room. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's
3: kind of like, it. yeah. you kicked your sisters out. And I'm yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know <laughs> totally, totally. I, I,
0: I th- well, what I think about what's interesting about both of you guys, you know, when you look back at a DJ's history, sometimes it can be very like, I did these clubs and I DJed and right. whatever. Mm-hmm. But you guys were so impactful in in the in the city. You know what I mean? Right, right. And it just it came and you guys did it so organically Mm -hmm. and everything that you're doing is so organically and it's really based on really just like the love of music and just and being DJs and shit like that totally but it's just one of those things that I guess it's not as spicy as like all the hype that's going around in marketing and social media right, right, right. now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where you either gotta be a complete arrogant asshole. Right. And like oversell everything that you're doing. <laughs> right. Or you just kind of keep doing what you're doing and make great content. Yeah. And right, hope right. somebody notices and appreciates yeah. it and wants to take it to another level, if anything, right? Yeah, kind Yeah. Of? I mean
3: yes yeah. and no. I mean like, you know, at this point, like look, I'm like forty one and I'm like, okay, like like Reef is where my energy is. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like like and let the record show is where my my like moonlighting energy is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like DJing like I take gigs, you know what I mean? Like I do silent savasana. Yeah. Um we're gonna go do Nike we're gonna do a gig for Nike this week. Um. That's so that's dope. that's like oh cool. Like that's that's something. You know what I mean? Right. I did. I'm um, not not bragging, but I did like. Not nah, brag. Yeah. Okay. I, I did. I did. Yeah. 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 I did EDC. I yeah. did EDC this year. Talk about it. Yeah. I did the the life is beautiful after party. Um. You know. So I still do gigs, yeah. but it's kind of like, do I want to do that gig? Like, yeah, I want to do that one. Do I not want to do that one? No, I'm not. Fuck that one. I'm not yeah. going to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Like it's the opposite of our world where we we'll right, just do right, anything. I yeah. know, right, right. right. <laughs> how much?
0: But, but like that's
4: that's, cool. that's how much. Look, look, all right, look. One <laughs> time. All right But it. yo,
3: yo, like I was totally in that world for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, I will do the gig. I will do the gig. And taking like every gig, and I kind of got sick of like, man, like I'm not being valued. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, it's I don't know. Like you, you just kind of get like.
2: And the other thing is we like along the same lines is like i said i've always kind of owned like my own shit like i've always been i've never I, the only real job i really had was i was uh, i served hot dogs at costco yeah that's, that was it and then after that i was djing and, and doing stuff and after a while you start to know it's just like you guys doing this podcast you start to notice that the only real way to get your shit and to control your shit is to own it mm-hmm. like that is honestly the only real way to to progress into something because as long as you work for someone else or do for something for someone else, it doesn't you you can't control the destin, destiny of it. And right. and you know, you, you see that with a lot of the things we've done together right. and and we've done separately. It's it's just like, oh that looks good. Let's just go down that route and let's just keep going. And you'll see that in all the let the records show um interviews watch it the underlying theme in all of them especially A track and Dave one the underlying theme in all of them was like that's dope let me do that mm-hmm. that's dope let me do that and all of them are just like they just did it you know and it, it, boom this is what happened period
0: yeah. uh with this show where do you guys want to take it just kind of just like yeah, letting yeah, it go as yeah. it is what, what do you got what do you got huh? oh you're talking about you're talking With about this the, show or are you talking yeah, about no, let the, let the, the record, the record show. show
3: yeah oh yeah i want to interview uh trent reznor i want to interview diplo uh you know i want to interview nas like yeah, yeah 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 and 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 all genres you know what i mean like like you know having you know both of us having like crazy like musical backgrounds we don't want to just stick to... I mean, hip-hop is what we know probably the best because we were so embedded in it for so long. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably where... That's going to be the, the backbone of it because, mm-hmm. you know, we, all the relationships ha- we have and, and we just know this stuff like inside and out. But, you know, like I want to do some, some other genre stuff too. So like you said, we had Philostradamus, we had The Crystal Method, you know, mm-hmm. Bob James... You know what I mean? Bob He's James starting. is crazy though. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You still did, you guys still didn't explain it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so
3: so okay, so S Boogie who was uh our buyer at Hip Hop Site, he uh linked us. You know, cuz he was working um well, I don't want to blow up his spot, but he was basically working He at, was working at the at He the was venue. Wor- he was working at a capacity where he like he had kind of a friendship with with Bob. Okay. Like they kind of struck up like a a friendship and and you know, I reached out to his PR team and then you know we put all the pieces together, and I pitched this idea of like, hey, let's play all the records that sampled Nautilus for Bob. Well, not all of them, but oh. like five of them, you know, and, and get his reaction, you know. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> and then he li- then Pizo hooked up Sol- uh, Slick Rick with like Bob. Oh yeah, So, yeah. so, so, so then, so, so then, Pizzo's yeah. So become the the point.
3: Yeah, for yeah. So basically, then like because we 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 talked about Children's Story. Yeah. And then, uh, Bob, Bob James' manager hit me. Was like, yeah, like. You know, we we want to we want to get in touch with Slick Rick because Bob's in New York. Like, do you know anyone? And I know Noah Callahan Bever from Def Jam, who used to be at Complex. Mm-hmm. Hit up Noah. I was like, "Yo, uh, Bob James wants to meet Slick Rick," and he hits me back like, "Rick's into it." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> Next thing you know, on social media, like Rick's putting his chain on Bob James. You know, and I'm like, "All right, cool." It's fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah.
0: I just think that's like, I, there's nothing more epic in breakbeats or sampling them like Bob James. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, Warren, I had a
5: question. I yeah. remember you said um if things didn't work out at Labette. But then it came full circle when you started doing excess And uh yeah. kind of like but that's the same kind of like uh
2: how did that how did that happen? Um I, I so I was doing I was doing a ton of house music on the radio. Me and Dave were doing a ton of house music. Dave and Pisa were down at uh Trist. Uh huh and they said, hey, they're going to open this new club called Access. You know, you want to try it out? I said, sure. So I'm going to blow up Dave right now. So I said, Dave, I go, what are you guys playing? He goes, oh, you know, we're playing everything. We're playing on radio. I go, everything? He goes, yeah, dude, you know, we, it's progressive. We're playing this, this, and this. So I walk in, and I just start playing House Bangers that we're playing on. And one of the biggest ones, Where's Your Head Out? The, the classroom remix. Yeah, the yeah. Class, the remix yeah. They had never played that. But talking to Dave, he had made it seem like we play it all the time. Yeah. So I had this set of just... Bangers and the place went fucking crazy. Like, it was like, uh, I remember people was like, what fucking record is yeah, that? Yeah. What's that? What's that?
3: I mean, I remember just- and I remember
2: looking at them going, You told me you played it. Like, I'm already in my set. Like, I'm, well, I'm already in this. So I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm in. Like, uh, you told me you were playing this stuff. I'm in it. If you, if you guys hadn't been playing this, I wouldn't play this. But it blew the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. I was in it. Victor Dre, uh, Jesse, Cy, John Wood all turned around and was like, John Wood hit me, text me, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, you're in. You're in in excess. Still. Done. And then so when we opened up Trist, I said, you know, Dave, I think we should do all house opening. Because, you know, we had uh, shifts at Trist. He's like, all house opening? I said, yeah, I'll keep, like, the momentum. It'll keep the energy going, you know, that tempo. Wait, wait, open Trist? Okay, so. Opening set. Opening set at Trist. Oh, the opening set. The opening, I said, I think it should be all house. And he was like, really? I said, yeah, dude, we could play this, play this. And we were like, he's like, fuck it, try it. So I played all house, my first opening set. And they loved, they ate it up. They were like, you know, it was the beat. Like, they were just in it. But it was all familiar stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had mashups of, like, Pitbull over an Electro. And, you know, I had Calvin Harris before he was it's Calvin It's like 2008. Harris. It's like... Early. Early. Yeah, yeah, yeah early. 2007, 2000, 2008. So, yeah, so I yeah. just... I just we started playing all house and then you know once as a DJ, once you get that roadmap down, you just start plugging in things. Right. And then Tristo, I mean XS opened.
0: Wow. It's weird because I remember when XS opened, they were trying to figure out what the sound was gonna be for the club.
2: We defined that what that sound was. Yeah. But
0: because well I remember they were trying out DJs and then they were frustrated. And I remember like Cy si and Jesse, yeah. they were actually banning songs like, yo, you cannot play Bring Them Out. Yeah. You cannot yeah, yeah. play. Yeah. Like, we don't want to hear Be Faithful. Totally. We don't want to hear Get Low. Nope. We Usher don't want to yeah. hear like Usher Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And they were literally banning all of these yeah. songs.
3: No, no. But like that was, I, I'm glad they did that yeah. because
0: but, we we really, that, that forces to push the envelope. Yeah. We, like,
4: we yeah.
2: defined, def, okay, so we were like, okay, we're going to play this. Again, yeah. we, we had a mixed show, so we knew what to play um we listened to a ton of bbc so we're like okay we know what to
0: do yeah because i was looking at your bio and you said you created the excess format yeah and i was like what is the excess format so so people were playing house music but no one was playing
2: it in a mainstream room like a real room we were playing house music from from start all my friends dj all my people like me dave Pizzo, big d sorta yeah like we like, okay, we know what to do. We got it. Okay, we know what the sound is. Everyone else, like I told you the melody story. That happened to everyone. They're like, you know, you, you, you're you like, what the fuck? What is this? You know, I had friends of mine going, what yeah. are you guys
3: playing? Mm-hmm. Because everyone was doing what AM was doing then. But the other thing, too, is that Excess was a super unique room because it was comfortable. So they had that big outside area. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it would get tight in there sometimes. But then you could just go outside. And you waited probably... 45 minutes to get in so and, once you're yeah. in a room that size it's like oh, okay like i'm gonna go here i'm gonna play this and they're not gonna leave you know what i mean when you're right. playing a smaller venue and it's like you know someone starts playing house music or, or you know dutch house Afrojack, whatever <laughs> yeah this is before you know but just see the other thing is we um it was at win right
2: yeah and, right. and i we mean we were like Yo, this is going to be the top tier. Like, this hotel is going to be the shit. There's going to be a lot of Europeans here. We know what they're playing in Europe. Like, this, we know we can get away with this. We know we can do right. this. Mm-hmm. And we knew that if it got stale or it couldn't work, we'd just throw the, you know, Pitbull over the Electro beat or Justin Timberlake over this beat. Like, we would just slip it in. We'd play yeah. a mashup. It's, of it, it was such
3: yeah. a big room that also it sounded incredibly large. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, some of those records, like, and this is, you know, I remember when people started saying EDM and we weren't saying EDM we were saying house we were saying yeah. house and, and, and really what where happened did, where is did EDM come from I, I don't know like I, because basically we were playing like what we were calling the sound was Dutch house that yeah, was the it, hot sound yeah. Yeah. Chucky EDM, Afrojack
0: EDM came after LMFAO right yes around like there. Chucky yes. yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah
2: definitely I'm in Miami bitch was like the big that right. was like the okay this is EDM like you kind of start opening right. yeah. but then
3: you know but I remember like you know so I remember that transition of of EDM becoming like a catch-all phrase for anything that yeah. was like electronic because it was
0: like house times. moved into electro, right? Yeah,
3: and then electro I think evolved the
0: Dutch up. house and, the Dutch, and, and then yeah. the electro became electric dance music, right? Yes, kind, kind of tro- a
3: little yeah, bit, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because there were so many genres at that time, right? Like, let's just but it, it just put kept it all it, into it, one.
3: the records kept getting like bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. But then it then they kind of just started to to devolve into either like. A really cheesy pop song, yeah, or like just a rise and a drop, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like you know, and so what I thought was really cutting edge about at that period is when we, when we were playing those those um, those early EDM Dutch house records that had those big buildups and drops. It wasn't so predictable because people hadn't really heard a sound like that before. Yeah. So they hear this big rise and they're like, "Where's this going? Like, what's what? You know?" And then the drop hums and they're like, "Oh shit! Yeah, listen to this!" <laughs> and the and room then they like, so big. Yeah. And then they start bouncing and going but crazy. But it was
0: super chunky. Like right. The, yeah. the, right. It was. It was yeah. like. It was just like uh it was like a heavier house. Right. It was yes. just like right. that chunky house. Yeah. Like right, right, we so. were just we were just going through some of the music like uh, like Fred Le, Fred Legrand and yeah. all yeah. that yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was just that, that chunky house yeah. that was just like hitting.
3: Let me think about it. It was yeah. a great oh, yeah, one. Man, yeah, Ida core. Yeah, Ida core. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, um but yeah, well uh, put your hands up for Detroit. I mean a lot of a lot of great records in that time, but when when EDM devolved into basically just Buildups and drops. Yeah, it's not exciting anymore. So, so people aren't going when they hear a big buildup. They're not going. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen next. <laughs> you know, they know what's going to happen next, yeah, and right. it's predictable. And then the drop hunt comes, and then they, you know, they rage and etc. But now it's just kind of like it's not as shocking as it once was. Well, the the silence. Remember how all the house and EDM we used to drop.
0: Yeah, and sh- yeah, yeah, And yeah. then that silence, you'd hear. Right.
1: Woo! Ow, ow, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That silence at a certain point became like death right yeah, yeah. and I then think people it was around like 2000, 2016 we'll, well remember you we'll know like when right. EDM was kind of on its right. way out yeah. yeah and then you had these records you had these these house records that would have the drop Mm-hmm. And it was like cancer. You'd be like, right. yo, I'm not playing this shit. Well, right. well, but, yeah. well, that's when I would add in the clap or yeah. the haze.
3: Right, right. So Warren's, I would add in the, cl- yeah, the clap like, because just to keep the beat. Why,
0: going. Did, why do you think that happened though? That, cause because it was such an essential part at that time. Because in the
2: UK, that was, that was the music. That's yeah, yeah. how it happened. But, no, fake- but I'm saying,
0: how did the silence become like
2: whack? Is that you know what I oh, mean? Oh, be- because because everyone just picked it's up their phone at that point. Well, and also, oh, that was, that was like, on. look, it's also uh, about like they weren't like paying attention to no, the actual no, one, music. yeah, no one's paying attention to music. That's oh. Interesting, yeah, they, you said that. Do think about it when the music is boring. Watch, watch when 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 the music gets quote unquote boring. You see this? Oh, let's see what's going on Instagram.
3: Yeah. Also, like you know, you know, yeah. it's all about escalation too. So basically, as as a as the EDM and house records kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and then yeah. you get like tsunami and all these like huge like punch you in the face edm records it's like you can't do a big silent drop anymore because everything is like at level 15 that was like, you know like what i mean uh i was i always loved steve
0: wonder for calling for this uh he used to call it uh pirate house uh uh-huh. because
3: it was like it just sounded like swashbuckling oh music, yeah 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 like just pirates yeah. marching no no you killed me on uh oh i think it was like the ross one promo video where you're like yeah, then you take the the volume or the filter and you just turn that shit like it's like forty pounds. <laughs> oh, it was uh, on the move, Ross one. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, moving yeah, right. yeah. You like you like turn that shit like it's four hundred pounds. Son. <laughs> like you're
2: straining like. Uh. But but one of the things that people don't realize is so we we define that sound okay, yeah. and yeah. you're right. Cy so and Jesse were going through DJ's. You can't, and we were the mainstays that we could play. I, this. Re- I
0: remember that distinctly because I I had like a, a non compete. And then by the time XS was opening, I was like actually able to DJ in Vegas again. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then I think, and I remember this, I was in consideration for XS. Uh-huh. And supposedly they were having meetings, and pe- like DJs that I was cool with were actually talking shit about me at those meetings. Uh-huh. And trying to basically have me not work at XS for the opening. And I remember that, Warren, you called me, and you're like, yo... Like, there's some of these dudes that, that, you know, <laughs> that are your homies. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking shit about you at these wow, meetings. Wow, spicy. You know? And I never no, forgot that shit. Ha, and I was oh, like, yeah. and me, I me. was like, you know what I mean? I, and Again, the, the, I, I
2: still think that's DJ rule 101. You never, I, like, another DJ will never, those out of work, when I was out of work, yeah, yeah. you know, um, agencies were formed. Right, um, right, right. You know, when I was out of work. had the hottest shit ever Mm -hmm. agencies were formed around me people i knew and no calls nothing and i just knew that i was like well you know let me let me go down this path, let me read this, or that. Because from the business side that it just wasn't happening. Right. But that's that's always been my I always tell kids like, yo, when, when I remember DJ would come up to me at Excess, yo, how can I work here? I'm like, dude, never ask another fucking DJ Right how right. you can work at their venue. How I don't many, give up. Not but say shit. If Shit. Yeah. if they're your best man or you're fucking married to them, so him, when you weren't never.
0: working, you never went to a DJ asked for help. No, well, no, for a gig. No, no, because I knew that. that, that I'm going to just tell you that is a rare. Um, tr- I knew that's you, a rare thing for a DJ to I do. I could.
2: I knew that I couldn't. Like the one club that I thought I could get a, a gig at, yeah. I was like, they're not going to hire me. There's no way because he's just a. He's talked shit to me about me before. Yeah. And he's if I get hired, that's one less day he's working. Right. Right. So I just knew it just wouldn't work. Period.
0: I see. Like when I had a non compete, and I couldn't work in Vegas for a year. Yeah. I didn't go. I didn't ask any DJ for help. I didn't go to one fucking person because yeah. I just knew, like, yo, like, I just got to figure this shit out because, like, I'm not asking these motherfuckers. You can't. to plug
3: me you, in that's anywhere, just, yo,
2: dude. That's DJ culture. You can't.
3: Here, here it is. How many DJs does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh, I I know this one, yeah. but yeah. it might be a different one. Yeah, it might be. Um, I mean, oh, I think right, I no, know. Wait, what It takes it
0: takes one DJ and then 20 other DJs to. To talk about how they could have screwed it
3: in better, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's come <laughs> on, come on, come on. Yeah. This is a, this is a game where it's like you're you're looking out for your crew, yeah. You're looking out for yourself, yeah. Because you never know like when it's gonna end or which yeah. how shit's gonna change. Yeah, yeah, that's just you know. And I mean like,
0: but I just thought at that time I thought it was crazy that I was like, you know, I'm off like I. I didn't bother nobody for gigs. Yeah. And then I had these dudes knew what I was going through. Yeah. And they still proceeded to talk shit about I, me. It was crazy. I yeah.
2: just felt that I, I, I have a soft spot for stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I just. I think
3: we've all been through it. Yeah. yeah. And
2: I just. And I, I had just gone through it. Yeah. yeah. But, but um, again. I mean. Because we were always cool. But we was never like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tight, but yeah. 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 I
0: barely. Honestly. I barely remember that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you called me. And I remember I was like. I was shaking. I was like. Yo. Like I was. Well, I, I was, like, not only, like, hurt, but I was, like, upset. I, and I was, like, I was literally shaking. Like, my, I think my voice was shaking. And I, then I, I think after the phone call, I think I called Nev. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, can you believe this shit? And I was just, like, dude, I, I, I told floor. I told
2: the same thing to DJ E's. DJ E's was out here. And um, I had he was doing this stuff. I said, we need to talk. And he's, like, all right, cool. So I had a long talk with DJ E. DJ E's,
1: wait, wait, the... Uh, the turntable is right? Turntables, yeah, yeah, DJ. Yeah. Okay, I, I said, said, he's fucking
0: talented. Dude, fuck. I said, yeah. dude,
2: I go, dude, I go, do not chase vegas
6: yeah.
2: and if you talk to him he'll tell you he'll, he'll never forget that conversation i said dude you can't chase vegas i've been in here for this long you can't i go this town will spit you up and chew you out if you start chasing them i said all these little bullshit gigs that you're doing here and there i go dude, fuck it like do you much bigger than this like they this town does not deserve how good you are i said so if they don't if they can't if they can't respond to who you are now and you're putting yourself out there, fuck mm-hmm. it. I go go take the gigs over your European. Go, like, dude, you Red Bull this year, and, and I go on top of that. You know how to play a Vegas room. I go there is multi like they should be building shit around that because. Don't you
0: think it's odd that there isn't more talented like new newer younger DJs coming in like these dudes? I feel like there's like a wall that they're building. Well, because it's the, yeah, no, but it's- no one's
2: gonna give up their gig. No one, right, no right. one's giving up their shit. The same reason they were talking shit about you, and the same reason you but know it, it, it kind of
0: reminds me of like the baby boomers taking up all the fucking social security money. Does that make sense? They're taking yeah. up all they're they're living way too long, and they're taking <laughs> up all the social security money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then so like the younger like more like the younger mob next generation are just ass out. They're assed out. Yeah. 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 But you got, I think there's a room for both. I think it's just you, you,
2: know you got to I mean? realize, dude. There's there's you know everyone's a DJ now. And there's tons of DJs. Right,
3: and now you're competing with like now really dumb competing. shit too. Yeah, like and like like, and and here's the other piece. It's like the people that are in charge of the make des- that are in charge of making the decisions don't really care yeah. about how authentic any of us are as DJs. They're like not trying. They're yeah. look. They're purely looking at the marketing aspect. Like, does that guy look good up there? Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it.
2: My four girls thing. Like it's it's right there. <laughs> He's trying to make money out of the shit that's like. No, that, I'm I'm that not. N- like. I'm just saying if but I. All, had,
3: it's uh, also, but also there's also a big I element get, of like like, you know, who you know gets you in the door. Yeah. What you know determines how long you stay inside. You know what I mean. Mm, I like that. One.
6: Yeah. I always see that like it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. So. I like the one you just said. I would I would tell
2: are. I tell DJs that coming up now that ask me like about shit. Like first of all I like, am oh, trying to I don't ever help any DJs that wanna come up anymore. I, I go, you get to a certain level and then we can talk. Like yeah. I am not helping you with shit right. like I gotta say how determined you are. But I always tell DJs now, I'm like, dude, you gotta own your own shit. If you're in Iowa, you gotta have the hottest shit in Iowa. You gotta market it, you gotta like, you gotta own that. You gotta know how much money you're making at the bar when you're DJing. You gotta know how much money the bar makes, period. You gotta know how much, the, you gotta know all that shit because you have to look at it from both sides, mm-hmm. from business or whatever. But if you're the hottest shit in Iowa making you know, doing throwing a party and making 5k uh, a week or whatever, like that is that is, dude, that's that's your lane. Stay there and do right, that, right, and right. then maybe you move over to North
3: Dakota. Yeah, and doors but- doors open. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, you like, I, when I stopped DJing in nightlife, like I never thought I would go do EDC. Like I like it wasn't even on my radar, but then it was part of Silence of Asana. Yeah, and I, I was like, oh shit, I, I'm DJing EDC. Like this mm-hmm. is crazy. what like, stage n- did you do? Um, no it was like the the Camp EDC it was like the Silence oh, of Asuna. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I wasn't on the main stage. Uh-huh. You know but I mean like yeah I'm DJ DDC but I mean it wasn't even on my radar but the thing is is that you know those those doors just kind of open themselves up because you know who you know. Hmm.
0: It's funny it's I had know? a conversation with uh J. Espinoza. Yeah. I think yeah. I
3: bumped into the, uh
0: in Portland this is obviously he was I think he was talking to me about Vegas and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, your, young, your younger generation, like, uh, I don't, like, I don't even think you want to be in Vegas. And he's like, yo, I don't think I want to either. No. And he's like, yo, I really don't. I'm like, you guys are better off, and you guys are so talented. You guys could, like, create your own party exactly. in the Bay. Exactly. Exactly. And then create like your own do-over. 100%. Exactly. And then literally have Vegas motherfuckers pay for you exactly. to bring that exactly. Bay Area duel duo over exactly. party to Vegas. Exactly. So Without and it, it goes back to what you just said where you gotta own your own you shit. You gotta own your own yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And just and, like
3: always have and, like you you guys have this podcast, it's a, it's a side hustle. Mm-hmm. We have let the record show, it's a side hustle. Hip hop site. Was the main hustle and DJing was this a side is, yeah, hustle. This is Jamie's you know main what I mean? hustle though. Yeah, yeah but but Okay, right. fine. fine this is uh, top of the right, resume. Okay, f- it was underneath my last job. Yeah, but, 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 <laughs> but okay, but, but no, no, it's fine. Like, because look, at one point. <laughs> We're yeah, talking people. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying. Like, like at one point, hip hop site was my main hustle. Yeah, yeah. DJing was my side hustle. Yeah. Suddenly, DJing became my main hustle. Yeah. Hip hop site was my side hustle. And then yeah. writing became your main hustle. Right, thing. right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and now I'm at Reef. Like, like crazy I,
0: I keep telling his generation this right yeah and uh so like how can I frame uh frame this in a good in a positive way so it doesn't make sure like I'm shitting on the youth right because I'm not on try- the youth I'm not trying to <laughs> uh, we all build hobbies right mm-hmm. and then we kind of work to like sustain a living mm-hmm. and I feel like the new generation now they're like, fuck sustaining a living I'm just gonna do my hobby full time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny. That's why
2: cuz that's why I tell my kid. Yeah. I told my kid straight up. I said, "Just get a degree in anything. I don't give a fuck. Just get a degree in anything that you want." Okay? Mm-hmm. I said, "But that degree will enable you to get a job that pays for your living, and right. you know everything's cool. I yeah. said, but never lose track of your hobby and what you love to do. But it takes right. always keep doing that. It takes years to, Definitely. to build that yes. up. Do you know what I mean? And yes. then I,
0: these kids think, well, if I do it full time, something's going to happen in a year. No, and you're like, no, no, no and it's, it's like, not true. and you know what? Even if something does happen in a year. It's, you don't know how to sustain it. No, nope. right? Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, like, you kind of gotta like get a job, work under somebody yes. that you look up to, serve hot mm-hmm. dogs, learn from them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Learn something. You're gonna learn, like, like you said, learning hot dogs, right? Yeah. Well, I was serving hot dogs at Costco. But yeah. let's say you do something, you work for a restaurant for three years, and on the side you're building, I don't know, like acting or some shit. You know what I mean? Right. At least you're like learning something about the restaurant business, and you're just like, before you know it you may be getting good at something great yeah it's a ten
3: thousand hours of practice thing you know what i mean like like we i was doing radio so long uh, on kunv before and that's where i learned to dj like basically on a small college radio station you know that's where i learned to mix records together i mean obviously at home and practicing that way but by the time you know the the opportunity for tris came along like i had a good five thousand hours of Practice. Yeah, I mean, right. And then five years into tryst, it's like, oh shit! Now I got ten thousand hours of practice. Right. You know, now I'm traveling and doing shit. So yeah that's that's and
0: then your thing with writing like after what right. 25,000 reviews you're like 2,500 sh- 2,500 sorry <laughs> are they like, 25 yeah. i'm doing the m M&M m
6: yeah. shit after 25,000 yeah i zero to hundred no, copies but i'm saying yeah. like
0: you know it's like i meet kids nowadays remember like i, I would meet. I, I remember like meeting people back in the day be like wait, what do you do and like i work at ups yeah. well, you know and then and then later you'd find out, like, oh, you do photography? Like, yo, I do that on the side. I, like, yeah. I, I yeah. do it. Now it's like, if, if I work at UPS, I'm like, I'm a photographer. <laughs> right. And then, like, you find out later, I work at UPS. For, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I'm
3: well, saying? It's well, like, but also, look, look, there's a degree of, like, I remember when I started Hip Hop Site and I was, like, 19, you know. Yeah. When people ask me what I do, I'd be like, I run hiphopsite.com. And I would just say it like, like it was some big shit. No, but
0: you're running hiphopsite.com. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah.
3: big. I said it, I had the attitude like it was big.
0: You know, that's different. To me, yeah. like to fake it till you make it, that's one thing, right? Yeah. But you also, I believe my own shit. I believe my nah, own but hype but we're, we're, we're talking about like motherfuckers, these, like motherfuckers that I meet that are photographers one day and then the next day there's something else. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They're influencers and then they become fitness <laughs> models. I know. You so, know social media fuck you know the whole. Mean? Yeah, social media and fucked And, 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 up, and, man, it, and the, the thing fursag. is, they're not learning how to be the best photographer right. or the best whatever. Yeah, well, they're then. learning how to look like they're the best. Right. Well, it goes back
3: to what I said. You know that uh, what you know determines how long you stay inside, right. You know what I mean? So if you're really actually a shitty photographer or a shitty DJ, mm-hmm. you're gonna be done. you know, it's like I did an interview with uh, uh, Crooked Eye, King Crooked. And he was there's he only was, one crooked, yeah. No, 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 and right. It, right here. Oh, pardon come, me, I'm very <laughs> sorry. You come second, don't
6: disrespect the Long Beach, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, greatness that Crooked
0: Eye yeah. is. That's Great nice.
6: slaughterhouse.
0: I already <laughs> talked to Crooked Eye, so, man. We had a conversation, y'all have <laughs> you hashed it out.
6: You checked in in the cricket
4: state, But you know, look,
0: I, look. I, pull, I pulled him aside and I was like, yo, enough of this, man. You gotta change your name, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he went
4: cricket
3: eye. All right, got it. But, but look, look, he, he had, you know, he's been in the game a long time. He was yeah. signed to Death Row Records in his 20s. Yeah. And now he's in his 40s working with Royce the Five Nine, M&M, Eminem, Slaughterhouse, well. Shady yeah. Records, right? And he was like, look, I tell these young rappers all the time do you want to eat for two years or 20? And I mean, like that resonated with me. It's like, do you wanna do you wanna do this for two years or twenty? Like, do you wanna be a fist pumping, uh, button pushing DJ that doesn't know what he's doing yeah, yeah. for two years? Go for it. You'll be done in two years, you know. Or you wanna actually learn the craft, get great at it, and you know, be Tiësto for twenty years. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you know. But the that's the a choice
0: you have to make. The funny thing and the scary thing is that these kids are—they're so smart. They're like really, really fucking smart, and they pick everything up so
3: quickly. Right, plus well, the internet, man. And yeah. They, yeah, and there's, it's there's like the fucking and, internet. There's and no ex- tutorial, bro. Yeah, but there's yeah exactly. There's YouTube no excuse, University. Yeah, there's no no excuse to not know how to do something. There's now, none because yeah, of YouTube. But they
0: yeah. they really are smart. Like right. they're really like they're really intelligent. Like these kids that I meet, they're like fucking super intelligent, and if they just understood. That everything just takes some time,
2: yeah, yeah, well, just,
0: you know what I mean? It's the meme you see
2: with the big iceberg, and you see only you see like a like ten percent on top. And you see the bulk of it on the bottom, yeah, and it says you know what you see on social media and all the work they did below, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, social media and other things have, ch- have uh showed kids that you can it happens like that, and it
3: doesn't happen like it, it that. it does in certain cases, like let's be honest when there, you are, get the, there lucky. are yes, there yeah. are those cases, yeah. like but you Justin, don't shoot for that Justin Bieber goes yeah. on YouTube. You know, video goes viral, he's a star, a, a fucking catch no. me outside girl, you know. Yeah. But again, she's got two years. Catch me outside, yeah, how about that? Justin Bieber got like, the longevity Yeah, but he exactly. But he's I think he's I, the exception to the rule. But I think it still takes work. Oh, you yeah. know he he still what I mean? Like just I, like, I
0: mean Justin, Justin Bieber. Bieber was work. For some reason for the Catch Me Outside girl, yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's a a ton of like sauce in <laughs> in her delivery sauce. and what she's doing, yo. <laughs> I don't I don't get, she's I don't get it. She's got the X Factor. She does for me, I she think she does the, does, it, so it's it the voice, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I think she's gonna be like she, be her, she might. I think People she's gonna be like like a, a hip hop, like I don't I hate course, to say, gonna this gonna yeah. know, man. I think she's gonna be like a hip hop lady, gaga or some shit, man. Nah, for real. Chill, man. Chill, chill, chill. I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> you right now. She's sixteen, bro. Imagine two years from now what the type of shit she's gonna make. She gonna be on loving hip hop.
6: A corner Fam, she's selling
0: out. She's like million dollar mogul right now. Already, yeah. she's doing her thing, bro. I quit gassing her. No, nah, right she sounds good on records. She does, and she's making. I mean, she, whether she's writing them or not, she yeah. sounds okay, so. So she's
3: it. a bad example, but there's tons of other. No, like, definitely. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like the, t- the guys with the necks. Lil Tay, the <laughs> little dude t- with yeah, t- 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 oh, the long neck, the guy with the yeah, yeah. wide neck, like <laughs> that's like all, <laughs> all <laughs> over. Oh, the
6: next. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say
0: next. I was like, let's talk about like. let Tay. talk, but like no, no. Like I'm talking about like artists, like so, like Ugly God. Right? Who's that? Ugly, guy, ugly guy. guy. Oh, I yeah. remember
6: him.
4: But
0: like <laughs> people that. don't talk about him no more. Even right, like done. even I was talking with Raktikhan and Ross One about Little Uzi Vert. Are he quit. I, he know think what I, mean? I'm done. I mean that's just like trolling. But I'm just saying like his first like he he, yeah, he's where, not making any good music. Yeah, where's you know what Trinidad I mean? James? Where's
6: yeah. uh, Playboy play yeah. Cardi? Yeah, where's... yeah? I mean, I'm mean, i a defense Trinidad James. Uh, he has a good uh, <laughs> sneaker show on Complex. All right, fair enough. So, okay. OT Genesis. But again, it goes
3: back to, do you
6: want to work for two years <laughs> or do you want to work for 20? Now we're going back into what happened to... He's still performing out here. I'm yeah. actually shocked that Trinidad James is still... Around, give my man some respect. He's a
0: sneaker connoisseur. I mean, oh, he no, he I'm hit the jackpot because of that Bruno Mars song. Yeah, where's yeah. Rich
3: Boy or Mims or Man? Hurricane Chris, where's Hurricane Chris? Wait, wait, my man said Man. He said
0: Man. He said Man. He he doubled up the ends. Man, man, man.
6: Man, I feel I like, like money. money. It's a, it's a yeah, my <laughs>
0: record still works. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I heard it the other night. <laughs> <number seven laughs> <two>. and,
6: <laughs> and, and the Jermaine pre one. I yeah. want to. Yeah. I I
2: just want to jump back real quick to XS when we were like doing the XS format. I want to say that that format opened up was gave Excess the ability to bring in the house artists because we established right. it as a right. house club, yeah. and then it gave Hakkasan and all the
0: other ones. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to front, man. When I saw it in your bio, right? Yeah. And it, before you just explained it. I looked at never like what the fuck is he talking about? I'm telling you that's that's how it happened. Yeah, right. you like, like,
3: like like think of it this way like if you try to put you know dead mouse at a venue and this has happened actually mm-hmm. where they're not playing that kind of format it yeah. does it fails you mm-hmm. know what I mean like so if they so if we didn't lay that groundwork by playing you know that format you know. Uh, it basically people would have walked in and been like this is what is this but you know on, what i mean on top of that you have to like give
2: it up to like i give it up to jesse and the whole team because they're the ones that said okay we're gonna spend mr wins money and we're gonna keep bringing these guys back over and over and over again and it worked Yeah, it totally worked it totally worked yeah and it was it was them saying because, you know, and them putting their ass on a line with Steve Wynn to say we're gonna spend X amount of dollars on these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of
0: that shit worked. Yeah. Most no, people. I didn't I didn't realize that you guys were really implementing yep. that whole that whole thing. That's though, another notch.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because again, it was like we, we, we wanted the music to sound different and we we actually we, we would get frustrated when we when we'd hear other DJs playing standards that work. Like you know, which is what DJs do. Like, I don't know why we got mad when we're like, "Oh man, that guy's playing Yeah again." <laughs> but we were so used to like pushing the envelope. Yeah. We were like, "Oh, like Yeah is a dead record. Like we don't fucking play Yeah anymore." You know, we're on like some, uh you know, Wolfgang Gartner right now. Yeah, yeah, You know, no, but, oh, but but sure. but uh, you know, and that's that's but that's just how our mindset was at that point because we were going everywhere and hearing the same hit records. But it was after.
0: also. I, it were certain djs that just would not evolve either do you know what i mean like what like what they were mean? like at certain venues like yeah 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 people do the you same know what i'm talking about every they're night doing the same right. thing it's over tired, right. and over right. again. and then yeah. they're they're booking themselves three nights a week there. right you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so it's like you're setting yourself up for right. failure yep. a little yeah i bit, totally you know agree I
3: mean? yeah i mean it, and it's you know i mean i understand it's a tourist town and i've heard the argument like well it doesn't matter because it's a different crowd every night, but it does right. matter because the staff turns against you. So when the staff decides like, oh yeah, here comes get low again, you know what I mean? <laughs> and they, you know, or here comes Sean Paul, yeah. like they're calling your set. You're like, like you're done. The That's worst, the worst yeah. i yeah. ever
0: like seen the shit and never, you know this, right? Like mm-hmm. I was hanging out with one of the waitresses and she's like, what time is it? And I'm like, one oh, She's like, you're going to hear this song and yeah. this song and this song. What? And and I would be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then it was like one 14 and. We heard those three songs and we're like, "Yo, that's crazy!" Yeah, Damn, yes, and man. that's when I was like, "Yo, that's, this motherfucker got to change the shit up because that's yeah. bad."
3: Yeah, that shit is whack. Yeah. yeah, that shit is fucking whack.
0: The only good thing about that is that when the club does get rid of you and then they hire DJs that are worse than you, the staff like really appreciate you, <laughs> right? Because they'll bump They're into you like, at another that. club and be like, "Oh my god, we <laughs> miss you so much." No, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've gotten
3: that one. I'm sure we've all gotten that one. You know, like yeah. even back to Raw. When they try to like again, it's like when they try to get rid of the hip hop format, and then you know they're telling the DJ like play some hip hop. Fuck, you know
2: they were losing 50000 yeah. fifty to eighty thousand dollars a week. Yeah, when I when I when we left, they were losing fifty because I talked to the manager like we're, we're losing about fifty sixty thousand dollars a week. Holy with shit! With you guys gone, and at that time I was like, dude, this is you guys have lost almost a million. Like, oh yeah, we lost a lot of money. Unreal. And it was so funny Because pe- when the people That took it over That's like two million dollars Yeah yeah When the people That took it over Like when they started Losing money Like shit They were just like They gave They put the club They restructured And put the club Under food and beverage <laughs> Oh so yeah, no. yeah 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 I, I remember hearing I was like Ah uh, but you know
0: So basically meaning that it- it was just mixed in with restaurants and what it was? Yeah, yeah,
2: so so a lot of times, again, uh, and this is why I say when you-
0: Explain eat, this to people who don't get as, it. Yeah. As
2: a DJ, you want to understand, the, you want to understand the point of view from everyone in the nightclub. You really, That's so important to understand. Um, I'll give you an example. One time they were trying to bring in other DJs to take us out. Yeah. And one of the managers was like, where is Warren? And they're like, oh, Warren doesn't work today. We have so-and-so working today. And you're like, well, no one's drinking. They drink when, it's war- when Warren drinks, there's 10% increase. Like She was like, blah, 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 breaking it down. And she told me. She's like, when, you dr- when you're DJing, I can tell. Look, look up at the bar sales. Blah, 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 when someone else DJ. So I'm like, okay, it's 10% over you guys are making 50000 Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm 5000 to $10,000 increase on DJ? She DJing? She's like, yeah, easily. And I was like, okay. So from that point of view, so if I went to ask for a raise, which I didn't, But if I went to ask for a raise, I'd be like, listen, when I'm DJing, I make between blah, 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 blah. They can't argue that. No one can, their egos can get in the way, but no one can argue that. You have to know the points of view from every person in the club. And you have to be able to see what they're doing, and you can't come in going, "I deserve this money. I'm the shit. I'm really good." Blah blah. You have to say, "I'm going to help you increase your bottom line. This is how I'm going to do it."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've, you know, I've seen major mistakes made that way yeah. because the guy's like, "Well, we want to, we want to save five hundred bucks on you."
3: Yeah, that's that's that's. And I'm know, just like, thing too is and like, I'm
2: just like, yo, I'm making you five this ten grand
3: extra. Right.
2: It's in the numbers, yeah. and the manager told me so. In the course of being at different clubs, I started like, "Hey, how sales a day? Hey, what's going on?" (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's you from every point of view. You want to understand everything about that nightclub, and it it goes in with life. You know, you want to understand if you're in an argument with someone, you want to understand what their point of view is. I'm not saying you have to agree with it, but you want to understand what the where they're coming from because it enables you. It gives you a major
0: advantage. Do you build? Do you knowing how much you put into the city, right, and the roots that you guys have created in the city? Was it? Like, I remember there was a point maybe around 2000, you know, five to 2010, where they were just booking a lot of out out of town DJs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did was there a resentment that you felt when a DJ would come into your city and they didn't know how to spin the room? And yeah, I mean, I think, there was, and then you weren't getting as much as they were, and they were just of getting course, the shot. Yeah, of course. I mean, and, you know,
3: look, look. I mean, I think it's really easy because even
0: I mean, not to not to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear this, but yeah. I was like, when I moved here from New York, yeah, I was also always self conscious. I'm like, yo, right. I'm like, I'm like, I moved to Vegas, right? And I'm like, like, kind of moving into all these motherfuckers' territory, right? So I made course, sure to yeah, always you, be you know, like, right. you know what I respectful mean? Like,
3: and yeah, yeah, mad respect. I mean, I think I think it's really easy to get pigeonholed as like you're a hater, and it's like no, no, no. Like I I understand DJing, and I and like it's like. You know, if, if you have a classically trained pianist, right, and the guy's playing and and some amateur comes in and he's like, you know, playing the piano and it's bad and and, and the classically trained guy can go, no, 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 like, like, see what he's doing here? Like, that's not working. You know what I mean? Or he's off key right here. And like, he can notice it, but the average person might not notice it. And they're like, right. oh, that was pretty good. You know what I mean? So I think... It's it's easy for for DJs to critique other DJs, especially when you know a room so well, mm-hmm. you know. But then it's like, oh no, you're just a hater, and it's like, no, 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 I'm not a hater. Like, I actually can see what he's doing wrong, or see you know what's not working in this room, or you know he's you know he's whatever the the tra- he's, he's got a train wreck or, or whatever it is, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: that that was probably one of my biggest regrets working at excess Exactly what you said is when they bring other people coming in. And I'd be like, I'm a better DJ, I'm a this this than the other. And they're like, well, he's a draw. And I couldn't, you know, totally understand. Or, right. or that person's not a draw, but that person is doing favors that, you know, help the club. Right, right. And looking back on it, looking, you know, looking at different perception from all angles, I knew that was my, later I was like, that was completely my fault. Because what I should have done is take advantage of my position and excess, started producing earlier than I started producing. Mm-hmm. And piggybacking on all these guys I was working with. That's what I should have done. But what I thought what would happen is I thought Excess would pick me up as their brand and champion, and champion yeah. me, yeah. you know, and, and it's from their point of view, Warren, we don't have the time, the budget, the whatever. We're still trying to, you know, recoup Steve Wynn's money. Like, we don't right. have, we can't be focusing on your ass. So, it's one of those things where I needed to step up and I needed to do more.
0: We're, we're, so, what you're basically saying is like, you could have produced tracks and given it to all the. Well, not that, a, Well, I mean, you could have, like, you know, like kind of shared it with some of the.
3: Got more high profile. Well, not dudes even sh- I
0: like could. I could have cosine, cosine I could have got a cosign. Oh, I was
2: getting cosigns. All yeah. these guys were. Giving yeah, Afrojack
3: cos- was telling said he's the best uh, DJ in the world. All, like, all these
2: guys were giving me cosigns, yeah. but I wasn't taking it to the next level because I felt that someone else would help push me along. Right, and that's why I say when when I'm telling people to take you know. Uh, over and take own ownership of your shit. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You can't no one's gonna do this shit for you. I expected them to do it because Afrojack saying I'm this, Freddie Rand saying I'm this, Don't, you know, all these guys saying this. Yeah, yeah. I'm increasing your bar revenue by this. I'm doing this. I'm like, So you was like kinda of feeling yourself. I was definitely feeling myself. And that's like I said, that was the biggest regret I've had <laughs> during that whole time, which I thought was one of the most amazing, maybe not as amazing as Rob, but one of the most amazing things right. um, experiences of my DJ career. Um I've always thought that that was my biggest regret is like I should have taken control of my own. So I'm not I'm I, please I might be some of you people out there might think I'm hating on all the some of the managers uh-huh. and owners and all that other shit. I don't think that's right thinking. But yeah, yeah, no, I but you know, I really take all credit to myself
0: and say I fucked up. I should have done this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the hardest things to realize is that when you when when you could have like handled something differently. But it basically just opens your perspective on businesses. Yeah, yeah. And that you, know, you right, have right. to
2: see it. You have to see it from everyone's angle. But
0: that's the best way to be. That's why it doesn't sound bitter at all. Because all it do, all it did was just open yeah. your perspective on business and be like, oh, I realize it isn't just like this box. It's like this bigger box yes. around it. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then you know, how do I how do I work within and this how box? I, you, you know, know? And, and the
2: stuff that I've progressed to. i I've, okay. I've, I've learned from that. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me. L- I've learned from all those mistakes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of DJs got to realize that is that, like you just said, you know, raw clothes, excess, everything goes through yeah. and up and down, and you just got to keep surviving and shit. Got to keep you know, going. Man. Yeah, me and Neva's been, been through it. D, I'm sure you've yeah. been through it. Jamie, you're going to go through it, too, like, yeah, you as can. you start I'm DJing ready, for it you know what i'm saying <laughs> you say that now yeah i, I mean we're already hearing him feeling himself after he gets like a gig you know what i'm saying this <laughs> motherfucker yeah. thinks he's like running yeah. the world bro yeah yeah fucking smack you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're joking you could be uh, one of Warren's angels. Yeah, <laughs> or one of four. <laughs> the I'm, chubby I'm, one, I'm, I'm <laughs> like four, four hot, four hot
2: girls and Jamie. Um, and, and,
6: and, uh, let me. I mean,
2: the, I mean, the four. I'm, someone's gonna. I'm telling you, someone's gonna do that. But it's. I'm not. I'm talking about four hot girls that can DJ. Yeah. Y'all yeah, looked up Warren's Calderon. Man. I told you. And yeah. she, dude, she can. Dude, she did two Serato mixtapes. Dude, i <laughs> She can DJ. Yeah. Like she's good. There's a yeah. lot of them out there. And hey, she's good. Yeah. And I'm just like no one no. she lives in LA I'm like no yeah. one no one I'm like dude she-.
6: I'll shut up yeah save uh, it bro pay it's business attention. <laughs> remember get your money I'll shut up you <laughs> gotta pay for these kids going to college man is that,
0: is that one of the reasons like when when you felt like you weren't getting maybe at the time you were feeling like you weren't getting like excess championing you is that one of the reasons you left no no
2: no okay so first first of all i i think with it every first of all everyone in excess love i got nothing but love from yeah, It yeah. was got you know it was it was a great feeling in excess it really was i just felt be me being selfish and feeling myself i felt they should have done more
0: i remember walking but, in like i remember going in there a, a few times and just watching you dj and it was like you know when you see a dj that's really confident in their room and then you're just like whoa, like that's fucking. No, dope. I would like, do. I was yo, you were like in, yeah. you were in the zone, bro. No, I would, it dude, was. It was crazy, and you were you were playing a lot of like like house tracks that I was like, oh shit, like just kind like, of right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I would listen to over I would say five thousand, maybe three thousand tracks, maybe no, that's about a lot, maybe a thousand tracks a week. Um, the small one, the yeah, small one. that's cool. So Let so it. so I would listen about five thousand tracks a week, and I would pick out the good ones and send them like a track, Fetty. Afrojack, Avicii, I would just send them out to everyone, like, these look really good. So, these guys were amazed. Like, so, I could comb through stuff. I yeah. would, I figured out how to listen, how, a way to, like, comb through records really fast, and be like, okay, this, this, this is good, this is good. So, I would pick out things. Like I did a lot of homework mm-hmm. for that gig. But, um, what, what was the question you asked me about? It was a good, really was, good question.
0: I was asking if, like, uh, I, I remember you left Excess at one point. I right?
2: left Excess because I felt that it was just time to go, and Brian Affronti, told me i'll I'll never forget this god i will never ever forget this he said do you want to be an opener your whole life and i was just like fuck that's good you know i was comfortable with excess right you know the excess was the shit that was the nightclub that was it Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking he goes you will be a headliner over here
0: at Dre's. At Dre's. Yeah. You're talking about, so J- Dre's kind of came to you and said, like.
2: Yeah, it was, they wanted to take me. or like they recruiting were recruiting you. They, of, they were yeah. going to take me or Dave. They want going to take me or Dave. And they threw a great big mon- amount of money at, at us. Yeah. And Dave was just like, yeah, I think I'm going to stay. And I had I had done, I had just fallen, I had just fallen out of the part where. You know, you get caught up when you're spending these clubs, you're spending next to Diplo, or you're spending next to Afrojack, you get caught up thinking that you're cool with them, therefore you're going to follow the same path as them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You really, you get this false mm-hmm. sense of security slash fame,
4: mm-hmm.
2: where you're like, oh, I'm cool with, I can, you know, me and Chris Lake just had a conversation, and, and we did, we were talking about doing a mix show, and, and you know, me and Afrojack, they, we t- talked to this, and blah, 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 and after to email me, like, I was getting all this love, so I felt that I was Par with them, right, so you get this false sense just because you're cool, these people that you're gonna follow along or take on them, and I had just realized that I was like that's that doesn't happen like Afrojack, Jack failure and all the they have their own boys they're yeah. trying to put on they have their right. own agenda they're trying yeah. to do, mm-hmm. they don't have time to pick you they don't care how good you are they don't have time to. Pick this person up because they have this other shit. So it it just hit me that, dude, this is not that's a fault. Like that is not how you do it. And again, looking from their perspective, at me, yeah, I was like, all right, you know, Dead Mouse like was big, and me when he came around, we were cool, like you know, and talked and blah blah blah. So I was at that point, I was said, you know what, um, yeah, I'm gonna go.
0: And that's when you took the offer. At Dre's. I took
2: the offer, at Dre's, and then Dre's. That's when EDM was dying, and Dre's was like, oh, we're not doing EDM anymore, so right. then I went out into the pool, and then I was doing the pool, and then a bunch of shit happened like when my boss is below me and different people got put in different spots, so they started bringing in their own, you know how that works, they bring in their own crew. I have right. my own right, DJs, right. I have a, and you know, I got lost in the shuffle here, so I just went off and Yeah, and then and, and
3: anytime the management switches over, like, it's always rocky for the DJs, always. you know, because everyone's got their own agenda, you know what I mean, like, You know this. This might have worked better at this club that they worked at before, so they're going to bring in this guy. You know, or so and so is connected to this agency, so we're going to bring in this person. You know, so it's it really boils down to politics. You know what I mean? And like, you know, so if you if you get a good run and you stay at a club for you know five, seven, eight years, like that's an incredible run. You're good. That's and I think that's what we we did at at Excess You know what I mean?
0: I think it's one of those things too. You don't want to be the DJ that opens a club. Because right. they're gonna be figuring the shit out, like, you know what I mean? I feel like, the like kiss of death, and for man. me, I feel like Dre's like they were trying to do like an EDM thing, and then ultimately, right. I've actually never seen a club do like a one eighty switch. They did to, like, fuck it, let's do live Sundays and be hip hop. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, that was fucking nuts out of nowhere.
1: But it I, well, worked. I know? remember,
2: I remember when that happened, and I remember talking to the guys there, and they and they're like, listen, we're not making any money on this, blah blah. Like they were just throwing numbers. Yeah. And I had to respect that. And I said, dude, this is a brilliant move, but I think you guys are going to be labeled as a hip hop club. That's not good. And he's like, this is making money. This is doing it. Blah, 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 blah.
0: That's so crazy. And I was though, like, yeah.
2: all right. You know, because I remember being labeled as the hip hop guy. I was like, it's, dude, this, it's, this is not good. Dude, I, I, and it's such a different time. It's right?
1: such a different it's, time. It's and yeah, yeah. It's, you know what's the fucked but, but, up wait, thing? Wait, wait. The
0: fucked up thing is that you have, a, like, you're kind of scarred. Yeah. But it's like, it's. It's, you're not in the wrong you no, know yeah, what no, I mean no
2: no no and, and see but let me okay you say, so you so say it, it was I in the time but honestly it's still like the change over in Vegas is happening now like yeah, hip hop yeah. is like you know uh-huh. J. Cole did New Year's at fucking Hakuson. right yeah, that's crazy like mm. you know yeah,
3: Drake is a resident at excess yeah like
2: dude <laughs> crazy. like yeah. yo the shit is happening now and, and you know now Dre's is oh they look brilliant yeah. But they've still, like, you know, well, we, you know, they're still quote unquote, uh, people tried to still kind of push them that way. But it was a brilliant, it was a brilliant, I remember being out of a job going, this is a brilliant move. Right. I commend you 110%. And, you
3: know, I just fucking that sucks though, man. Because I, like I feel but like you. Were, I feel like you look, go ahead. Look, you know what like, I mean? Come on, like, you know? come on. Like we're we're both in a great position right now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. Dude, like, you, you learn. Yeah, and you so it's like on. it's like yeah. You just you, you know you, you might get a little sour about it at, at some point when it happens. Yeah. But then you look back at it, and you're like, oh, like, that was awesome. Like I did that for this many years. Now yeah, yeah. I'm doing yeah, this, yeah, and yeah. this thing I'm doing is awesome. You know what I mean? Like so, you can't like get married to these these like. Nightclubs and and feel sour when no no I don't think it's and about and feeling sour I yeah. just think it's funny how like it's to me it's like almost
0: like a weed dealer who who gets caught with you know twenty pounds of weed and goes to jail for like I don't know twenty five years yeah. or something and then they legalize weed that's yeah. right, no, <laughs> no, that's right. totally, to totally, that. totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's and just like, like well like, I just wasted yeah. eighteen years of right. my life yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. now you're legalizing this shit yeah like, that's crazy you know what 100%. I mean hundred percent
3: I mean like you know and and also I think like I mean I've I've always been kind of like you know not afraid to walk away from things yeah you know what i mean like when when we knew the time was up at hip-hop site i was like all right this is like we're we're shutting this down mm-hmm. yeah you know when i went to medium and i was like okay like now like you know i was still running the blog and i was like okay it's time to to shut hip-hop site down yeah. you know what i mean or like you know what i think i'm done trying to be in nightlife anymore like you know like like this this story ended so now i'm gonna go do this you know what i mean and then i'll just get like Laser focused on that other thing and just do that. You know what I mean. Yeah. But, but I mean, think about your your when you look back at like, the things you have done. You know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah yeah you've done a lot of shit. So it's 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 you know, there's probably great memories. And if you think about any one of your gigs, you know, there's probably like a hella great memories attached to this venue you know, maybe some bad ones too, Yeah. you know, but then you went over to this venue and now you have all these great memories, you know, or now you're doing this thing over here, this thing mm-hmm. that we're doing right now, you know what I mean? And now you have these like great memories of when you had so-and-so on the show, you yeah. know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all it's, about embracing change yeah, and moving yeah, yeah. on. Dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually really great to see like what you guys, you know, like I said, we would do, we did a lot of research on you guys yeah. and it's just really there's a lot to talk about just oh, no, because yeah. just because like you guys really like evolve with the times and you just keep going right. and going yeah. and going and it and I just it's really commendable to me you know what I mean like I got a tremendous amount of respect for you guys thank you just right. because like uh, you know as and that's the kind of the point of why this podcast exists because I'm just you know not everybody can be a diplo right and you know not everyone can be a superstar dj and not right. everyone get and then for me, I want to like kind of show DJs that it, it keeps going, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then everything you learn, even the mistakes and the fucked up shit that happens, it really just it shouldn't like you have to open and broaden your right. perspective on yeah. And that it, should hardens you too, you know. Mm-hmm. You, know yeah. get,
3: get, you know, like I mean, man, some of these younger guys are like have got something coming to them. You know what I mean? Like, and we, we've all been through it too. You know what I mean? But like, it's like. Some of this shit is just gonna fucking end like really quick and they're gonna be like, damn, like my right. genre's not hot anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's over, you know, but that that shit sharpens you and hardens you and mm-hmm. you know, you move on, do other things and find happiness. How do
0: you guys feel about the uh like open format in general? Uh, That's all I play now. I approve of it. You do? <laughs> I, mean, I mean like I'm I'm, I'm I, I hear I, a lot of, well my question yeah. stems to this is yeah. that a lot of people are saying that there's no point in becoming an open format DJ because you're never gonna like blow up. You're, you're better off becoming like a producer that DJs. Do yeah, you know but, what I'm but saying? here's
3: the thing. Here's the thing. So, say I've been hearing this a lot. Okay. Yeah. So, Oops. say you say you produce like the next Uptown Funk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say so you just do that. Like you're you're DJing every night, but like on the side you're producing, and then all of a sudden. You know, you produce a, a hit equivalent of Uptown Funk. Yeah. And then, which is a pop crossover song. Uh-huh. And then you go and do like a gig at a venue and you play open format. You will fucking crush it. Right. Like people will be like, dude, he was the best DJ I've ever heard. You know, like you might just be playing the same shit you might have played before you made the big hit. Yeah. But now you're like, you're huge you know what i mean so it's it's i have no problem with open format there's, I mean, of,
0: there's a lot of managers that are telling open format djs like there's no future in open format like there's just a cap of money that, there's you no know, f- stops you know what i mean
2: maybe there's no future if that's what your goal is to be open format but yeah. say i'm an open format dj and i understand how you run your club and then i do a monthly thing that doubles what i make here and I build my brand big enough, and then you're hiring me now for 10k a night because I have such a huge brand. You have to own your shit. Yeah, there might not be a future in open if you're just becoming a DJ. Yeah, you know, but you have to build off of that. Into yeah, and something also else. like
3: like yeah like, like I said a, a couple times on this, this show like each door opens the next. You know what I mean? So it's like it's weird. Like my story or Warren and I's story, it all starts at KUNV. Yeah, and like it's all connected. Like even what I'm doing right now is connected to KU and V. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the trajectory of the entire story, if I never went to KU and V and never played <laughs> Dilated Peoples records, <laughs> like I would not be yeah. doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because each, point. each door opened the next. So it's I think that assessment uh, about open format DJs is might be true to the to the, the st- from the perspective of Yeah, like, there's a ceiling in this, you know, line of work or something. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean there's a ceiling for you as a person or or Mm -hmm. your career. You know what I mean? Because each door is going to open another door. Yeah. You know, as long as you are respectful and, you know, I think, like, not... (laughs) And very humble. (laughs) Humble. Well, yeah. no, No, I'm not saying... You know, look, like, I mean, as long as you're not, like, you know, fucking up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like when you're fucking up. I mean, there's, there's something beautiful about
0: uh, a confident, cocky DJ. You know, of like, course, without like a like, doubt. Like uh, <laughs> totally. Like you know, when you were in excess, like when I would, like honestly, like, like the the level of confidence and swag when you were DJing, I was like, yo, that <laughs> motherfucker's <laughs> in his bag. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's very similar to like when I would see like an AM DJing. Yeah and you know a, like a cigarette half falling out yeah. of his mouth yeah, yeah yeah him like doing this amazing cut and just acting like it was nothing like like he was like buttering toast totally yeah, you yeah. know what i mean totally like that. there's a beauty to that yeah 100 percent. compared to you know what i'm saying so when i see that swag i can spot it i'm like yo this motherfucker's in his bag but but, shit, but again shit changes like yeah. there
2: might be now that you might not recognize that swag because there's a million more DJs, or you know, I got my female troop working in the club now. Like Why well, I feel it, like
0: know. I feel like the DJs nowadays—they work really hard, really hard to look cool. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. When before it was just like,
2: but it was natural.
0: It's but, like, but it was like, I wasn't going to be like, <laughs> party people. And then like doing all this right. extra shit, getting on top, shooting people with cryo. Yeah. It was kind of like, yo, like I'm just going to play all the
2: shit. But you got it. You know, it's like a crazy thing. You have to divert them from their phone now. Yeah. Their phone. Dude, your biggest competition in nightclubs is your fucking phone.
0: Your you, <laughs> I have a question before. I mean, I want to close it up because you, you guys, uh, I don't want to keep you guys here too long, but. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the th- this is my thinking nowadays with the open format? Yeah. The way they utilize house and EDM now mm-hmm. is just literally to be a soundtrack for Cryo and
3: and <laughs> confetti. Yeah, it's different. I mean, it's it's, you know, It's a weird thing. Yeah, like I said it's devolved into for, to build-ups and drops basically, yeah. you know. So therefore the format kind of sucks now. Like I think there was a there was a But, but, but the other piece of that is like real house music is coming back. Like, like kind of like nineties piano driven, like soulful house is making a comeback. So that's like the antithesis of that. So it's like all this kind of cheesy, like big drop and build up and cryo and jumping around is like kind of done. But it's like, you know, so electronic music went, all right, so we're going to go a little deeper Middle now. Left. But yeah, but yeah. Still, yeah. They're,
0: they're, I'm just shocked that they're still playing it right now. Well, are like, they're still yeah, but, fucking but, but, uh, playing look. these songs. It works. It's crazy. Yeah, because look, but look. They, but it, does it, it really, really work? Y- but, y- y- they're y- not,
2: y- but they're, they're not, not y- songs, they're hits.
0: Right. They're not and, even and, hits, they're just literally like, a build up to noise and it, it just matches the yeah. cryo and the confetti yeah, yeah. and everyone
3: Let's, like the whole crowd looks like
0: whoa oh shit that's the point and then right after yeah. it's just like all right what what is this song
3: this yeah and that, that's look that's that's the, the new face of cheesy las vegas yeah so, so cheesy las vegas used to be elvis impersonators and showgirls and things that we stereotype that's great and this is yeah and this is like like the new like oh this is like cheesy vegas shit you know we're drunk we're having fun this is awesome yeah you know what i mean like yeah it's cheesy but they're having a great time so you know
5: so you expect the cheese because you're in Vegas. So yeah, okay. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying like the average night.
3: tourist is like, look, I went, to, I went to this club two years ago. I saw this big EDM DJ. It was so awesome. I live in Nebraska and I'm going to go back and see him again this year and it's going to be just as awesome. Right. And they, you know, yeah, it's but good. I mean like, look, like, you know, I'm not playing that shit anymore. <laughs> like, no, I'm not like I was playing it back then because it was like really like kind of cutting edge, but yeah. I'm just like, I'm kind of done with it. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah. 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 Uh, is there anything we, we want to touch on? Uh, we good. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo, you're going to have to split this up in two episodes or something, man.
4: This is average. This is longer than yeah. Ben heard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, man. Uh, Pizzo, Warren, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show, man. I
5: mean, thank you, you. I'm Thank
4: you, man. glad to have you That's guys on. Man. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks. good to be here
3: yeah. don't forget check out let the record yes. show on youtube, yes. that's oh, YouTube. yeah that's youtube.com slash let the record show tv
0: yes and you guys should have the just blaze episode up so uh, right? yeah i'm, I'm actually week, right? yeah i'm trying
3: to get it up tomorrow
0: yeah and then so the the instagram socials are let the record show right yeah yeah let
3: the record show tv on instagram and then twitter is L T L T R S T V. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah yeah definitely check that out y'all yeah <laughs> easy